What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 62 of the No Mercy podcast. We uh we lit the mics on fire for a minute in this one for sure. Uh, we talked about the war on Twitter. I've been tweeting about it and IGing it, whatever the fuck you call Instagramming about it, uh, about how everyone's hiding in their echo chambers and wants to talk shit. So I went in hard, real hard <laughs> in the middle of the podcast on that. Uh, we talked about Lynn Wood. We talked about Rittenhouse. Talked about Ghislaine Maxwell. Talked about the Jack Dorsey stepping down. A um, lot of shit. A lot of shit we talked about. Me and Bobby went into it. And we have a new sponsor for the podcast, which you'll find out about. Pretty funny little segment there. But uh, some of you, I had two people actually this week on Instagram tell me that uh, they don't need, you don't need to do an intro for a podcast if we're going to listen to the podcast. Okay. And what I'd like to tell to those people is that some people are finding us for the first time. And thank you guys. Love you guys so much for the last week it was just phenomenal. Uh, one of our bigger episodes in a while since we've been shadow banned. I uh, got up to number two in the category. So keep pushing, keep subscribing, keep commenting. Fucking really appreciate you guys for that. But uh, I was trying to inform them, which I now will do on the microphone, that some people are tuning in here for the first time. And if the first fucking 15 minutes is me and Bobby talking nonsense like we do, and they're not here for that, they'll fucking tune out. So if in the beginning I tell them what we're covering on the podcast, oh, it's in the description. Who the fuck reads a description? You start a fucking podcast. You want to know what they're going to fucking talk about? I tell you what we're going to fucking talk about. Yeah, God damn. Can't do a fucking thing around here. It's fucking crazy. But anyway, I thought the podcast was great. Uh, I thought it went really well, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, we cut it off a little bit early, uh, under the two-hour mark, because I had to go do Stay Cashin on YouTube. Check out Stay Cashin. Uh, it's a subsidiary of 4deepbets.com, the company which I own, 4deepbets.com, number 4deepbets.com. Get over there. We extended the Cyber Monday sale for a few days because we had a bunch of people who signed up for it and a lot more who wanted to wait till Friday till our checks hit or et cetera, et cetera. So we extended it for this week. So that is still live. So if you want to come fuck with us in the gambling world and daily fantasy, we are killing it. I am the college basketball dude. This is my fucking world. This is my life. Every day for the next five months, college basketball, fucking absolutely slaying it on top of NFL and all the other sports that we do. But you can get the whole 2022 for 55% off. VIP 55, it's on the website for deepbets.com. Or if you want to try it out on a smaller package, you can come in for like a seven-day pass. Use VIP 40 for the small packages and you get like 40% off. It's like a 20 bucks, 25 bucks to come try it out for a week. And tonight, I know you may miss it tonight. By the time you're listening to this, I do the Wednesday, which is every Wednesday, uh, party. It's kind of the Tommy G after dark party we have in there. So we talk a lot of conspiracy late at night at 4deepbets.com, a lot. But uh, last week we did it and we went till three in the morning. I eat an edible and then I get fucking weird. And uh, Uncle Danny, Bobby, the whole crew comes in. You'll hear about that at the beginning of the podcast. So uh, come check us out, 4deepbets.com, number four deepbets.com the fucking cyber monday sale is extended get in asap get in there now there's a ton of shit that comes with that come fuck with us we are killing it on the gambling side so without further ado hit it miyagi mercy is for the weak we do not train to be merciful here a man face you he is enemy enemy deserve no mercy Ain't, ain't, ain't no mercy. 
What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with episode 62 of the No Mercy podcast. And I am joined by my host and cousin, Bob's Lessons. What up, Bobby? Bro, what's up, dude? Been hustling, hustling all day, all week. Every day slinging, we hustling. Slinging retro games on, on the market. Just slinging Zeldas and Super Marios? Slinging them. Slinging like a fucking... Like a nerdy champion that you are, <laughs> dude. Every day is like Christmas. I get packages every day, dude. I probably spent like five G's on video games in the last week, bro. I showed you my video games the other night in the the four deep bets Discord, and you, I thought you were gonna fucking jerk <laughs> off all over yourself, and I only had like fucking eighteen of them. Hey, is it bad that like half the reason why I want to do this podcast is to negotiate the transaction live on air? You're not getting any of my fucking video games because I know you're going to fuck me. You're not going to do anything with them, though. You don't yeah, you're like, oh, they're only like 40 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to fucking hold them and sell them for a ransom after you dump all your video games for fucking min price to fucking buy ramen soup. <laughs> I just thought about this. How about this? I'll give you Danny's motorcycle for those games because I don't want the motorcycle. Danny's never going to die. You know that. <laughs> He's never going to fucking die. He's going to outlive all of us. You got Crohn's disease. You're going to be dead in like a fucking month. You fucking, <laughs> on, the, on the fucking, you're on the toilet all morning because you ate chili last. Like, who the fuck do you think you are eating chili with your little fucking toddler stomach? Bro, my girlfriend made the best chili and she said, is this going to be okay on your stomach? And I lied to her and I said, oh yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It smells Bro, you have the so stomach good. Of an eight-year-old like what do you you should be wearing a diaper bro i should be eating gerber's baby food like pure yeah, i was gonna food. say like apples like she should cut up apples and stuff like that a little bowl i can't for even you, eat apples dude i swear what do you I, mean i can't they're too high in fiber oh my god apples dude. literally destroy me yeah you should be drinking your food out of a straw <laughs> like those people that just got like jaw surgery yeah yeah like fucking you, you, dude you're, there's no chance like you're dead already basically you're just <laughs> You're just hanging on by a thread. Uh, there's no way I outlive Danny. I'm fucking. I'm fucking be dead. I, I can't even believe I'm here. Honestly, I'll be honest. The I'm over, very proud of myself. The over under on you about three years ago it was forty four and a half. So I mean, dude, I, that was <laughs> I smashed the under. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, every birthday like i don't believe in like celebrating people's birthdays like i mean i do it just because they're fucking annoying but i don't fucking care about your birthday like you didn't if you get a new job i'll celebrate we'll go out and party if, you, if it's your fucking birthday like what did you fucking do you did nothing your mom did everything like we should fucking throw a party for your mom who puked a fucking 10 pound human out of her vag like Bro, that's, that's actually not a bad idea like instead of celebrating the person on their birthday like go over to the mom's house and be like yeah. either, either thank you or fuck you like why did you? Did, yeah, like right. like I would I would go I would go to your mom and be like, dude, seriously, <laughs> like, but I love I love you, but fuck you. On like, Kurt's birthday, you we should go to your mom's house and be like, why did you have another child? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sir, I should I should literally just go to your house, and be like, Kath, literally, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have made stopped this kid. at one. Why did you? Yeah, stop at one. Why did you make this kid? You if it ain't broke, don't kid. fix it. <laughs> yeah, I love you, but seriously, this kid was a disaster. But yeah, you should celebrate the mom. But for yeah. me. I think we should celebrate my birthday when oh. it comes April 10th. So make sure you get your presents ready. Um, but because every year that I make it alive is an accomplishment, you know, like yeah. I'm accomplishing something by surviving to next April. Is that like a shameless birthday plug right there? I mean, what did you mention that my birthday is April 10th? I mean, well, then can I plug my Instagram and how I'm like literally 150 
fucking followers away from 10,000. I've been stuck. In I mean, like- as long as we continue to mention that my birthday is April 10th. Okay, that's a deal. So I'll plug my all Instagram because right, well. that's all you do is plug your social media. And it's annoying. I know. I, but I, I mean, listen, and it doesn't work. So what the fuck do I even do it for? <laughs> I, we, we, had, we had fucking 80,000 downloads on the last episode, right? We had a hiatus. So I was like, oh, maybe we'll get to 20 with the shadow banning. And, but 80,000. We finished number two in the category behind fucking Jordan Peterson. We finished ahead of TED Talks, ahead of fucking Tony Robbins, right? And I'm like, oh, nice. And I go to my Instagram. I gained like 400 followers. Like, I hope you stay stuck at 9,800 <laughs> because it's fucking bullshit. How am I at 7,500 followers, 7,200 followers? How is that possible? How do 80,000 of you listen to this? And you and Bobby's at nine and I'm at seven. Dude, how I is co- that possible? I couldn't even get a blue check mark off my last job. Do you well, know I, mean, I applied not, like three times? Yeah, you're not important enough for that shit. <laughs> like that's for people like me. But I, 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 I honestly can't understand it because I don't think people understand when we talk about followings that once you get to 10,000 on Instagram, you can do the swipe up feature. Yeah. Right. So like if you post something, you could swipe up right to the article. You could swipe up right to the podcast. That is tremendously huge mm. for business, for marketing, for my 4D bets company, for anything I'm posting on Instagram where I want to link them to something else. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking about just I, maybe I have to bribe people because threatening them isn't working. Well, maybe you know, where, like, like here's essentially where I've been at for the last five months with my following. So I'm at like ninety six hundred. I feel like, you know. When you're at How's the possible? you're at the bar at like 3 a.m. about to close a deal with this girl and her fat friend keeps walking in trying to cock block. Like that's where I'm <laughs> at with my fucking Instagram right now. Dude, you know what? It, what's what's crazy is that I've been deleted like 47 times on Instagram and I'm still only two grand behind you. That that's that's bad. It's Bobby. really you gotta sad. Get, you gotta get you gotta get over 10. Get Bobby over 10. Well, then I, but, really, I mean, well, can everyone yeah. just stop for a second? Just for one second, take a second out of your life and just go to fucking Tommy G returns Please. to. Please. And go to fucking at Bob's lessons and just hit the fucking follow button. That's it. We don't care. It's not for clout. I, dude, once I get to 10,000, I don't care if I stay at 10,001 forever. Yeah. It's just the swipe up feature. That's all I fucking care about. I feel like some people to- like unfollow you just to be a dick. Like you get to 10,000. Yeah, I don't like, fucking yeah. care. I get unfollowed every day. But yeah, how about so? How about you do that now, guys? Tommy G returns to Bob's lessons. Go to, I don't care about Twitter. Don't follow me there anyway. Just follow the Instagram. Let's get us to 10 grand. If we get to 10,000, here's what I'll do, Bob. The, when me and you get to 10,000 followers, I mean this. All right. This is a real thing. I am going to give one random person 500 bucks. I like okay? that. I will, I'm not going to do that. You. I'm not going to do okay. that. I'm just throwing that uh, out. Yes. There. You have to follow me. I want to yes, see what the but... bod's at on Twitter. I think equally as important as following us is unfollowing the bod. So I want to see yes. if we can get his numbers down. Let's do that Let next podcast. Let's start a whole campaign. Because right. we're we're short on time. Okay, I got to okay. record a steak cashing show at fucking uh, who knows what time. And you were talking about packages, Bob. And we actually have a sponsor for this podcast. Yes. Now. Yes. I mean, we're I didn't time. even know we had a sponsor. I I just thought you it was just an, got a package. I, I've been getting packages all week, and I open it, and it says Manscape, and it says save your balls, and I'm like, my balls actually do need saving. But your I, balls I, will thank you. Mindset. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It came with like so a let me newspaper. This. Yeah, go ahead. You do it. So I want to talk about this because this shit's fucking fire. I just fucking got it this morning. So I have to do the, the initial read. So ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself 
or someone who needs it, like Bob's Lessons. The beautiful gift of skin, hair, and balls for the holiday. Go to manscaped.com and use code NOMERCY, no spaces, no mercy, no spaces. How many spaces, Bob? Zero, none. Zero, Zero spaces in no mercy for 20% off and free shipping. Okay, that's what I had to read, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the part I had to do. I want to talk about this shit for a second, though. Yeah. Because, dude, I got this box, right? Like, you get all these boxes because you're a fucking internet nerd. I get this big yeah. box sitting out in the hallway. And no one likes me or cares about me, so I don't get any presents. <laughs> birthday, <laughs> April 10th. Like, birthday, April 10th. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm thinking it's like anthrax or a bomb or something, right? <laughs> like, I'm afraid to open it. I put, like, a fucking, like, a hazmat suit on. So I open it up, and there's just, the packaging is sick, right? Like, you open yes. it up. Yes. And, and it's got fucking... The timing of this was insane because, you know, I'm, I'm my 42. balls were fucking, I mean, yeah. my balls were so itchy. <laughs> no, no. The timing of this is insane because, you know, I'm 42 and I live like I'm 22. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, I don't have like multiple body washes and fucking shampoo no. and conditioners in the fucking, I have one of each. And when it runs out, I fucking like scrape it out of the bottle until my lazy ass walks literally 10 feet to go buy a new one. Mm -hmm. So I literally just ran out. Right. So the Manscaped products come, and I'm thinking it's just it's it's the ball trimmer, right? I'm thinking that's what we're gonna get. Their signature lawnmower 4.0, the electric trimmer <laughs> that has proprietary advanced skin safe technology to reduce your cuts on your nuts. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking I'm getting, right? And I open it up, Bob. There's shampoo and conditioner in it, and this like you can you hear this? Yes. This is a solid metal casing. Dude. Okay, so it looks yeah. dope. Then there's a fucking body wash in it. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, just blessed me with body wash and shampoo. This buys me at least like two, three weeks before I have to go and, and buy a new one. So that was huge. And then I use it. And Bobby, I mean, I, it, this shit's fire, bro. I can tell in the inflection of your voice. Like you, you feel like normally this when I call fire. you at uh, 10 o'clock, you're like all crusty. But like, yeah. I heard the shower going. You were in a good mood. I feel like it's I was in. I was show. actually using the Manscaped products as you called me. I think we should apply that fresh ball uh, conditioner lotion to our nuts before every episode and see how it affects our podcast. So, so I feel like I feel like I'm more motivated. I feel like I'm, I'm going to be more successful in life. Uh -huh. um, I open it up. And dude, first of all, I'm wearing the, the boxers. Did you get the boxers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are you kidding and me? They fit these, me these, too. I mean, yeah, they're they're a little tight on me, so they probably do fit you. Yeah, but uh, because your balls are and then small, Ashley but... stole the shirt. She yeah, stole they're the shirt I, I, we got a shirt. We got fucking yeah. dude. I got fucking Bro, crop lift, reviver. There's shit underneath, like the shit too. There's more shit. Dude, under, there's there's yeah. little fucking Easter eggs that pop up all over the place in yeah. this package. A crop reviver, dude. Ball toner, like, yeah. and then dude, think about this one. Ball, crop preserver. Yeah, ball deodorant. Like, I'm just realizing now how much I've mistreated my balls, Bobby. I, I actually feel bad. I feel like I should apologize to them. Right. Like, yeah. I, I went and used this stuff, and, 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 and you do the little spritz, right? Like, it says to do one to two spritzes on your balls. So I did three. I did three. I'm spoiling my balls today. Like, you know right? how you don't want your kid to be the smelly kid in class? I'm wondering if, like, my balls are the smelly kid in class, and now they're not. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you think about what your balls, like, my dick is just fucking, like, just loves me, right? <laughs> like, I mean, not for the last few months, obviously, right. <laughs> but, but for the last 42 years. Like, my dick's been swimming. It's been, it's been moisturized. It's been taken care of. And, and really, all my balls have gotten is just, like, banging their head on, you know, <laughs> the bottom of vaginas for the last fucking 
like 22 years or however long I've been having sex. Yeah, and yeah. today I treated my balls like a king, Bobby. Mm. I, I used the is shampoo. Is your dick jealous? Balls. I used the body wash on my my, my dick is on punishment right now. Yeah. It's been mad. It's mad at me because it hasn't been used much lately. So, and then I gave it three spritzes. I used the ball deodorant. Bro, I walked out of the shower, Bob. This is, I'm not even kidding with this. My balls had a bathrobe on. <laughs> like, I didn't even, I looked down and it's got a little crown, like tilted sideways and a bathrobe on. And like one of those on little facial ball. masks. Those <laughs> I mean, I like, it, it was just smiling. Like my balls were, were glowing, glistening. So the next, the next lady who's lucky enough to experience my new manscaped fucking grundle yeah. balls. And, and I put some on my junk too. I, I, I put some on the shaft. I wanted to get a, give it a little love, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's fucking awesome. And here's the thing. It's like, you know, like the, the main reason why I'm talking about it is because I fucking used it and it's badass. And then I put it on Instagram. Everybody's like, oh, I got that from my husband. They love it. And I'm like, where the fuck has this been? How have Bro, I not it's the heard greatest about gift. this? It's the greatest gift ever. Like I'm telling you, everyone's like, oh, for men. No, for girls. Like buy this shit for your fucking boyfriend. Yeah. Like I'm, t- I'm put, I, I, we, h- how many sponsors have I had come to me? Like fucking. At yeah. least 50, right? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to do it and fucking didn't get involved. And the reason when the Manscaped thing came across, I was like, you know what? I've been wanting this product, like to try it. I never fucking used it till today. I was like, I've been wanting to try this product for months. So I'm like, fuck yeah, if they're going to fucking throw me some shit, I'm like, I'm going to wait till I get it and use it before I talk about it. And if it wasn't good, I'm not going to fucking say anything. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, and bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I, my balls are so happy right now. So, uh, so I think everyone should do it. So make sure, guys, if you want to get 20% off and free shipping, use the code what, Bobby? Uh, I already forgot. No mercy, no spaces. No mercy, no, no mercy. I thought it was Bill Rupp 20. Oh, my God, Bobby. <laughs> you're so bad at this. Bro. You're so bad at this. Use code no mercy at manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com. Code no mercy, no spaces. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code what? No mercy, no space. Got a boy, Bob. Yeah. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Let's, Let's do start it. banging our balls around with some glistening, <laughs> glistening flow. And I'm going to use the uh, Manscaped trimmer too. The big, it's like waterproof. It doesn't, you know, limits nicks and all cuts and all that. So I'm pretty good at not nicking my balls, but this should make me an expert. So manscaped.com, promo code no mercy. Go, go now. Buy it for your fucking boyfriend or husband or yourself for Christmas. Go. Amen. All right. And then follow Tommy G Returns too. And Bob's lessons on Instagram. All right, Bob, what do you want to talk about? Man, there's so much to unpack. Uh, but the the thing I woke up li- uh, reading was the uh, all this Twitter shit. There's so much shit to talk about with Twitter. I know there are a couple things you wanted to discuss, but the yeah, new fucking CEO thing, you know, brings up a lot of different topics. Um, you know, the the number one thing is, you know, okay, so Jack, you know, and everybody's been giving him a lot of shit. The the Twitter CEO it finally stepped down and there's a new CEO coming in. And so everybody's trying to think, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? And and we had this conversation privately, and I'll let you elaborate on it. I don't think any of this stuff is ever a good thing. No, <laughs> it's not a good thing. Right. Dude, when like so, so listen, when Chrissy Teigen got fucking uh you know, banned from the White House and fucking, you know, suspended and had to block herself. I threw a fucking block party three times, right? Like, that was a war that I was in that, you know, I wanted to party. I was like, fuck this bitch. Good. When Jack got taken down or left or sacrificed or whatever the fuck you want to call it, everyone was reaching out to me the same way as if Chrissy Teigen, like, you know, I used to start all my tweets with, hey, Jack, you know, Tommy here. 
you know, and then be condescending with like something and you know, be really cool if you blah, 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 sarcastically. All right. Thanks. Sincerely, you know, your friend, Tommy, you know, and then I used to go at him very uh, with some vitriol sometimes like, hey, at Jack, go fuck yourself. I made my named my my profile uh, Jack loves kids for a while. <laughs> I remember right? like, that. Yeah. And another one was Jack Zapito. Right. So yeah. like I went at him hard and then I went at him condescendingly. So everyone remembers that. And I got a lot of text saying, Jack's gone. Yo, we're winning the war. Like, I'm like, no, we're not. Uh, so the white guy that they put in place to be the fucking front man, i.e. Uh, Biden, who's fucking literally just a harmless retard, right? Little pedo retard mm -hmm. who is in there to build Twitter up. And then when it comes time to go in for the kill, they eliminate the fucking white figurehead like they're going to do with fucking Biden at some point in the fucking next year or two. They eliminate the useless white figurehead and then they bring in the serial killer yeah. who's actually going to enact the plan. And it took me about three minutes, Bob, to go dig into this fucking dude who took his place. His name is uh, Parag Agrawal. Mm. And I know you'll have something to say about that in a second. Mm. Uh, and I go into it and the first thing I see is, in, and I'm digging in, I see an interview from 2020 where he said, CTO and new Twitter CEO, Agrawal, blah, 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 uh, in November 2020, our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment. I, you, like, just, you could stop there, right? Like, this is now the guy that's one of the most powerful people in the world who controls the number one information source in the world. Uh, and then he says, focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. Uh, okay, so the dude who runs Twitter now is on record before he was the CEO basically saying, fuck free speech. That's great. And then there's a tweet from 2010 where this fucking idiot didn't scrub his own Twitter. 2010, if they're not going to make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? Right. That's the new head of Twitter, guys. And that was what, 2010? 2010. Yeah, so that's like early social justice warrior stuff. Yeah. 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 He's a he's so, an OG SJ, uh, SJW. Yeah. Like that's like most of the fucking bad tweets that get found are from 2013. Bro, that seems to be the big year. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Joe Rogan got in a lot of heat for having Jack Dorsey on and lobbing him a bunch of softball questions. So right. he had him back on with Tim Pool from Timcast. And Jack uh, Dorsey. I love Tim Pool. Someone, someone get me in touch with Tim Pool. Love the game. Me and Bobby need to do something with Tim I'm Poole. sure he has more than 10,000 followers. Guaranteed. Oh, he definitely does. He's so much more popular than us. So they bring uh, Jack Dorsey back on the show uh, with Tim Pool to ask some questions. But Jack Dorsey has got a little uh, sidekick with him, uh, a Twitter exec. Her name another Indian lady named Vijaya Gade or whatever, um, you know, like just... another uh, high board member to talk about uh, how Twitter is, you know, unbalanced and censoring conservatives way more than they're uh, censoring liberals. And she had this this whole time. She was like, oh, Twitter tries to maintain balance. Oh, we're going to do whatever we can. This, that, yeah. and the other. Yeah. And nothing fucking happened. Like even off mic, like she was talking <laughs> about, you know, and that's what's scaring me about this shit. It, it reminds me of the movie uh, Casino, right? Where you had the, the guy who was the front who was signing all the checks. But realistically, yep. it was uh, uh What's his face? Uh, what was the lead character in Casino? What's his fuck? Uh, De Niro? De Niro. Yeah, it was De Niro that was really running the show. And that's what I feel like what's happening, you know, is that Jack Dorsey's stepping down and now we're seeing who's really uh -huh. running the fucking show. 
And I don't fucking And that's why I compare it to Biden. That's why I compare it to Biden there. Like, I mean, Biden's not running the show. Dorsey wasn't running the show. Once those guys leave, that's when you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, think about that. So everybody's like, oh, Biden needs to step down. Okay, so you want Kamala Harris to come in and enact all of her same plans, like socialist plans that she was enacting in California. And then if she goes, guess who else is next in line? Nancy Pelosi. So we're seeing mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like, all right, so what's worse? I, In my opinion, I'm almost wondering if Jack got uh, ousted by the board. That's what I think. I, I almost think it was some type of overthrow that like, like he lost power within his own company, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of people that have had that before where you start a company and then over time you slowly lose a little bit of power and then you get I would never. Back. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was, I was trying to tee you up to see if you wanted to elaborate. On yeah, that. no, I would never know what it's like to have uh, to have an outside evil head fund for source come in and steal your company. No, no, never. never so been is it that. possible that you're the Jack Dorsey of, of your your former employer or company that you started? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fucking asshole bro but here's the other thing i i was i watched a lot of these (laughs) youtube videos of these like uh indian scammers that like scan these old ladies out of thousands of dollars and then uh uh, so there's this one dude he's got millions of views i wish i knew his name but i watch these videos all the time where he scams these indian scammers so they'll, they'll they'll call and uh you know try to extort you out of thousands of dollars and then he'll end up hacking their accounts and scam them back so it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So every time I see this, I just think of these fucking scammers, man. And then my fucking, I'm going to sound like such a racist right now, but I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. I don't fucking trust it. It's, it seems like one of those scams. <laughs> like, you know, every time you call, like you get like a spam phone call, it's like some dude in fucking India whose name is Joe, you know, and he's trying to relate to the American dream, but we really know what he's trying to do. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I feel like is happening right now. So you hate Indians. I mean, listen, I don't trust them. <laughs> I <don't fucking> <laughs> my doctor was indian and he had no bedside manner zero i mean he had zero I mean, bedside manner i was like dude like i'm really hurting right now and, and the medication's not working and then he just doubled my they're dose very, they're very strict they're very firm that's why their kids are so smart they're, huh. they're disciplinarians listen i love my neighbor he's indian but he fucking cooks every night and it reeks i wish it smell like shit bro it it's so like bad shit. dude but the scamming yeah, thing is the scamming thing is is where I'm really what I'm really worried about, and the fact that like now Twitter is handing itself over to realistically, I think the board that wanted Jack out from the beginning, like Jack ended up looking like a damn homeless person. So I'm wondering if right. he's the fall guy, and now you know all these new Twitter policies are going to be enacted. I I even like I think I had a reply that had the word fuck in it yesterday and I, I screenshotted it because they asked me they were like, do you want to send this because it may have harmful material? I'm like, really? Like I have to review yeah. my own comments now if they have the word fuck in it. I've I've been I've been getting those all the time. I probably just say fuck a hell of a lot more than you do. So I've been seeing it for a while now. But I mean on the Indian topic, I mean you can go through <laughs> Indian topic. Yeah. yeah, on the Indian topic, you can go through, you know, most of these major tech companies. Uh you have uh, Sundar Pichai, yep. who's the CEO of Google. You have Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft, you have Shanatuna Narayan who's the CEO of Adobe, MasterCard has an Indian CEO, Nokia has an Indian CEO, NetApp has an Indian CEO, IBM has an Indian CEO, Twitter has an Indian CEO. I mean, you can go down the list. Everyone's sitting there. uh, Maybe China's the false flag. Maybe everyone's sitting there worrying about fucking China and fucking India is just creeping in the back door. Like, we will fuck you. We are going to fuck you hard in the ass. Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. Use all your manscaped you want. We are going to cut your balls off. (laughs) You will not need it when I cut your balls off. (laughs) 
<laughs> bro, that's that's been the big distraction. China's the big distraction this whole time. And we, you know, we talk about the little hat wearers too, right? We always thought they were in control, but I think we've been wrong this whole time. But I mean, yeah. think about it like this. Uh, you know, India, you know, was under British empirical rule. So it really goes all goes back to the Queen. So that that can alleviate some of my my racist thoughts towards India. No, I, I love I love Indians, but in all seriousness, no, you don't. They you are don't. You don't. Everything. No, you can't just say everything you just said and then follow. I just with, wish I love they would Indian cook people. less. Just stop cooking. So I mean, much you you literally that was the most like transparent virtue signaling I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. You went on like five minutes just mutilating a billion people, and then you just come out. Just, I just, I love Indian people. I just, no, you don't. You're fucking. You hate Indian people. You I, you hate Indian people. I think God. I just found this out too. I'm a little uncomfortable. I fucking. There's a. I don't, I don't know how to feel. You're about. not uncomfortable. Uh, part of it too is like I get. But you know mistakes. what I'm doing? I'm making you more uncomfortable when you're trying to weasel out of it. I know. I can't get out of this one. But I think Gandhi no, is like a false prophet Indian too. I, I, I. You hate the original Indians, the ones we stole the land from. Aren't those different? Aren't you? Didn't we learn that in kindergarten? Like the racist thing with with like the dots on the head and. The, right. I'm just wondering yeah. if you hate. Oh, do you hate the Cleveland Indians? I mean, they hate themselves. They're not, their name. I, mean, yeah. I can't believe you, you hate, said you that hate, live on air. I mean, under the you new hate Twitter, this. Yeah. Do you hate the state of Indiana? <laughs> I just hate that. Just because it's close. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Anything associated <laughs> with it. But I think Gandhi is a false prophet. I really do. Mm -hmm. I, I always thought Gandhi was a false prophet. If you look into him and then the way he treated his wife, it's the same thing like all the vaccination shit. It's like, oh, I, I didn't give my wife the same medical treatment. And then once it hit me, you know, you know, I, I took the, the medical treatment that I didn't allow her to have. I mean, that, that was mm -hmm. ha that happened with him. So, you know, this all goes back to jabs. It all, is go all, is, all goes back to the Queen of England. But they're, they're controlling S Silicon Valley right now. And that, that's really yeah. what it is. And I mean, they ha they're, they're starting to really uh, get very heavily involved in a lot of the mainstream television, too. You know, it started with Big Bang Theory and then Silicon Valley. And then you're seeing a lot of more Indian leads uh, in Hollywood now than ever too. So maybe we're onto something. I here, just Bob. can't maybe trust you. If, if I don't maybe like your food, if I don't like your food, I can't trust you. That's really what it yeah. is. We got to watch out. So Bob hates Indians. Uh, we're all just, we're all just a little worried. Like, all right, let's, let's keep our eye out. But Bob is taking a firm stand here on the no mercy podcast that he is a hater of all Indians. So <laughs> if you're, you're probably going to lose. I mean, there's a billion people in that country who, who knows how many of them That's listen to this podcast. We're probably going to drop now further down. And um, so if you if you are a hot Indian female, I love you. Mm. Uh, Bobby may hate you. Mm. But uh, if you're an Indian male, I love you, too. Just not as much. Uh, if you're an ugly Indian female, I, I like you around where I, I like the males. But the, the hot Indian <laughs> chicks, like the hot Indian chicks win like Miss America a lot, too. Oh, like the hot man. Indian chicks are like fucking smoke, man. They're the best. So I just want to make sure that when Bobby has thoroughly offended all our Indian listeners, that those of you who are very attractive female Indian listeners, I still love you. I may hate your brother, but I still love you. Yeah, and I'm still pissed at India for what they did to PewDiePie because there was this fucking uh, Bollywood <laughs> channel on YouTube called Let Teach. it all out, Bob. Let it all I out. I am. I'm letting it all <laughs> Fucking we're, I mean, we're an hour and a half in and Bob's like, you know what? Another thing about the Indian. <laughs> nah, I just, I'm just mad at him right now. That's all. It's not a big deal. Just as a Listen, are you, are you mad at the new Twitter law that fucking uh, the Indian chief put in literally the first fucking day he was uh, in office as CEO? Yeah. I mean, you want to tell everyone what that is? Considering well, uh, half of our listeners are too cool for Twitter now because the war is done there. These fucking I can't wait to go 
Khaleesi's dragging on you fucking losers. But uh, before yeah. I do, Bobby, let's fill them in on what's going right, on on Twitter. Read this. You know, uh, beginning today, we will not allow the sharing of private media, such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent. Publishing people's private info is also prohibited under policy, as is threatening or incentivizing others to do so. And on the surface, doesn't that seem like a great idea, Tommy? It does. It does. And, and I was talking to Bill Rupp about it. And, and you know, he's, he's like, seen a new policy. And, and he's like, hey, man, it makes sense. You know, like, that's fine. And, and guess what? Was he Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> Oh, yeah. you see, oh, I don't know. I don't want to like it. Let's go. Let's you get want, that stuff. You want to tie a yeah. lasso around the moon? All right, <laughs> All right go ahead. Yeah, uh, but but like I'm for that heavy. Like I fuck with that heavy. Like if you notice, I never post videos of other people on my Twitter or Instagram ever, even if I'm in a store and there's fucking crazy person. Um, I've always been against that because that person didn't choose. Now, if it's someone, if it's an Antifa person, if you're at a rally, if you're something like that, then you did deserve it because you're literally going out in public, hoping news that networks fucking pick you up and put you on the news. So, but if there's like an old guy sleeping on a bus with his finger in his nose or fucking like, so, like some really fat person <laughs> somewhere and people put like, that's fucked up. Like, I literally think less of you if you post someone else. For no reason. If there's a reason for it, fine. They're going full Karen. But I hate, I've despised that forever, posting people on the internet. Even people posting their friends who fell down at a party or something or, you know, threw up. Like, I hate that shit. I don't like shit like that. But sometimes, like, those Walmart pictures, like, if you're showing up to Walmart and you weigh 700 pounds and you're wearing these tights to wear half your ass. Well, I think Walmart's like, Walmart's like Antarctica, right? It has its own set of rules. It's like a free space. Like, it's like... (laughs) You know, no one knows what the fuck goes on there. Like, we know it's the key to the universe, whatever the fuck is going on in Walmart, just like Antarctica. So I think anything goes in <laughs> Walmart's Walmart. like yeah. Antarctica. We yeah, don't, we don't know who owns is, it. <laughs> yeah, there's probably like a passage to hollow earth and like the fucking TV section, the electronics section. Like you move one of the like flat screens and you could go down to where the Nazis are <laughs> and shit. Now, you know, there but, were the, uh, potentially a lot of like uh, Jade Helm facilities and underground like bases in some of these Walmarts. So there is a, there is there uh, definitely is. Yeah, it's basically every Walmart's like the Denver airport. So, oh God. You know, that, so, yes, I, I do agree with that. Anything goes. In and Walmart. it is a little frigid in there sometimes. So, I mean, I wouldn't know, Bob. I don't shop in Walmart like you do. So uh, <laughs> you are one of those creatures that people will find in there. So if you see Bobby in a Walmart, feel free to film him and put him on. But so, yeah, on with the my surface. Consent. With my consent. Yeah, without his consent. It's Walmart. There's no consent needed in Walmart. True. The, uh, it's Antarctica, Bob. Just so the thing that Bobby's talking about, though, is on the surface, that seems fine, right? Like, yeah, can't film people without their consent, can't post people's personal information online. Great. That looks awesome. Mm. But we're not fucking stupid. We know there's a hidden agenda here. I have a theory, Bob, which I haven't even filled you on in on yet, but just going through it, what do you think the agenda, because you know there's a fucking agenda here. But what do you think the agenda is? Well, you know, ever since like January 6th, like, you know, they've been cracking down, you know, and same thing with YouTube. They always move the goalposts with their terms of usage and policy and what they consider harmful and hateful speech. Um, so my big thing is the meme culture is going to be severely affected. Um, Those any- are your people, bro. Those yeah, are your people. Yeah. Are I mean, your people are your people up in arms? Um, I'll be honest. I don't Did really. You guys talk have to like anybody. a memetic, a memetic meeting or something of the lords. We talked last episode about how I hate groups. So anytime there's a group meeting, I don't go. You know, so you're a rogue memer now. I'm a rogue memer. Yeah, like they, they tried right, to so lump me into these patriot memers, but I didn't want to uh, do it. Like they you lasted about yeah. two weeks. You lasted. 
Yeah, you know I mean? it's just because I knew that that their their style of memeing within a year would be obsolete. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm so I'm so I mean, that. listen, this is a point I didn't think of. So I didn't think of the meme side of it. So explain it. Like I'd fill, I, I I think I know where you're going with it, but but fill me in. Well, part of the thing is what it says is like um you know like in, part of the whole like the fine print that you don't hear at the top is that anything that could cause like physical or emotional harm. They also said it like disproportionately affected women uh, yeah, and, yeah. and activists. Oh, and uh, members of minority communities. So they're going to start calling me like Indians. Yeah. Like, like Indians. Are they even minorities anymore? I mean, they're, they're like one sixth of the population. I don't know. I've never seen one. So I haven't seen an Indian in like six months. I'm going to start putting some Indian memes out there. You know, I think part oh, of my hatred, not hatred, but uh, I, a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just fucking tried to go with that. You know, I love Indian. Part of my fucking vitriol towards those scum fucks. Well, I get mistaken as Indian sometimes. I think that's where I get pissed off. You know, I think that's. It's good to smell funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you have your manscaped ball spritzer. You'll be fine. No, I have to worry about it. I think it's my facial hair. It looks kind of like an Indian's facial hair. I don't fuck it. No, it's probably because you weigh 110 pounds. <laughs> I could be it too. Maybe because my, <laughs> my dick's like 12 inches long. Don't they have big teeth? <laughs> got a long cock and a skinny body. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, dude. That's it. So anyway, I, I think, uh, you know, on the surface level, I think the meme culture is going to be hit really hard because, um, I've spoke extensively about the 2016 election, about how the meme war was very important in, in mm -hmm. swaying elections and how quickly memes can affect culture. And I think the number one thing is to destroy uh, that element of it. And you can label anything hate speech right now, especially with his pictures. Right. I mean, a meme essentially, you know, and it's uh, it know, is. no, it, it fits yeah. the category. Yeah, it fits hate. Yeah. 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 And so, embarrassment. I think I think uh, that's, you know, from my vantage point, that's going to be hit pretty hard. So we're going to get more creative with uh, with our memes. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think of that angle because I ran directly to the first thing that came to my head when I looked at it. And I haven't even seen anyone. I mean, I'm sure listen, it's fucking there's billions of people tweeting and shit. So I'm sure many people have talked about it. I just really, you know, kind of live more in a sports world and I'm moving my Instagram. Tommy G returns to get me up to ten thousand uh, dollars. I use my Instagram more for the truth stuff. Uh, and trying to lay low on Twitter till I see what the CEO is doing. But I'm still hard on Twitter. I still go hard on Twitter. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, I don't really follow many things that are going on. I kind of live in my mentions, right? Like I'll post something and then I kind of see how people reacted to it if I even have the time to do that. But <clears throat> the meme thing, I didn't really factor in as much. But that is huge because the left can't meme, as we know. Mm -hmm. So if they could start eliminating all mockery of political figures and shit like that, that really kind of disarms the the few digital soldiers that are left to really spread the message, right? right. So yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, you can't go after like a, a Kamala Harris, right? She not you only she, she's I mean, a Biden woman. memes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Biden memes. You can't go after, you know, it's it's it what, do you, what do you call feelings. that? Ageist? Like where you don't like old people? It's like ageist. There's like a word for everything. Like if you're if you're anti old um, I, people. Probably Bobist because you hate everyone. <laughs> so what you hate old people now too? I mean no, I actually really like old people. I mean, you stuttered. No, I had to think about this. I see. I don't I mean, just why spew why? diarrhea out of my mouth like you do. But I, I mean, like the to... fact you have to think about if you hate old people. Well, I, I was thinking <laughs> about different old people, and and I had to think of like what I try to do is I think of like five old people, and and if I mm -hmm. like three out of five, then I like old people. That's kind of how you feel I feel. That do you feel that sample size is 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 plentiful enough? Yeah, I think I like about sixty-five to seventy percent of old people. 
Okay. I don't know how you can get to 65 or 70% when you're doing five, because you would either be 60 or well, that's 80. That's what I'm saying. I like okay. three or four out of five, depending upon which old people I think about. Okay, so yeah. like three and a half. Like old I was thinking about like, grandma and grandpa. I love them. And then I was thinking. I mean, about, yes, yeah. most people like their grandma and grandpa. About. Yeah, I love them. And then I was thinking mm-hmm. about this old lady that lived next door to me <laughs> that called the cops thinking I was breaking into a house when I was just going to my friend's house. I didn't like and, her uh, that much. No, she doesn't sound fun. No. So I don't like I never even met that's her. That's 66 percent right there. Right. Two and that three. sample size is perfect. Two grandparents. And well, a, it's and the same sample woman. size they use to determine whether or not jabs are effective. So that is, that is true. I mean, we could also play with numbers like the uh, the who plays with numbers and Fauci plays with numbers. I could also spin it as you hate 100 percent of old people that aren't related. to. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm an I mean, anti old person. Yeah. Numbers are fun. Like you, the only two old people you like are your, are your grandparents. So you hate 100 percent of old people definitely that aren't related to Indians. I want to know what you think of old Indian people. Oh, my God. I don't even want to. I mean, I, mean, I told you what I you thought just, about Gandhi. Yeah, you already shit on Gandhi. I, I yeah, shit on yeah. Gandhi. I mean, think about that. I shit on Gandhi. Wow. Okay. Bring it, Gandhi. Wow. So nice to have an episode where I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. But you want to hear my my uh, thought process? I, I think there's a clear path to what they're doing with this fucking new rule. Think about who this fucks the most. Forget the meme community. Forget all that. Project Veritas is now fucked. Oh, man. Yeah. With this, yeah. with this, if you can't film other people and you can't put people on the internet in oh. any way without their consent, every undercover video, every yeah. undercover nurse that mm. was interviewed, every Bernie Sanders rally where they had the people talking, think about all the, you know, uh, the right wing uh, independent journalists who go on the street and interview people and get the real story out of what's going on. Like any single person that you were doing any type of undercover videoing of, right? Because you have to have their consent. So if you were filming anyone without their consent, they can ban you, pull your shit down. So how the fuck are we going to get to the bottom of all the shit Project Veritas is cracked down? I mean, that account's probably got like three days to live with this rule. That's got to be one of their main targets. It has to be. It has to be. They were already trying to come up with reasons to take them down. Project Veritas has already come after Twitter, which, by the way, uh, one of the undercover videos they did was of an Indian programmer who's talking about shadow banning people. So that, uh, man, that's a really good take because they are at the epicenter of exposing a lot of this yep, fraud they're right there too. They're right there. They're starting to get bigger too, not just in a following perspective. Uh, obviously the Epstein jump off, you know, really helped put them on the map. We'd all been following them long before that. But I actually, like I mentioned it to bill uh, project Veritas the other day about something else. Cause he was talking about how he likes undercover stuff for like serial killers and shit. I was like, dude, you should love Project Veritas. That's what they're doing for the vaccine and all this stuff. He's like, I've heard of them. So like, it's even on Bill's radar, right? Yeah. And when the Bill's my litmus test, like that's my equator. Like when something hits Bill's radar, I know we're 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 permeating, we're getting through, right? So, yeah, I think Project Veritas is done, and all these undercover. I mean, I've seen so many undercover videos with nurses in hospitals that wasn't Project Veritas, right? Like nurses admitting things, and uh, you see the tents, the COVID tents, where they're declining people to give them uh, the shot or treatment because they're not black, like or they're not Spanish. Like you have to be uh, a minority's first, and they're kicking white people out and shit like that. Like those are all gone now. Mm-hmm. Those are all fucking gone legally. So. I think this is really, really fucking bad. No, I really I, fucking bad. 
Project Veritas and, you know, things like Project Veritas, you know, because like they're almost like the new WikiLeaks, you know, like like Julian Assange and WikiLeaks right. exposed a lot. And then, you know, the only way really to take down WikiLeaks is to cut the head off a snake, you know, which yeah. is what they did. Um, and then so with this, with Project Veritas, the best way to attack them is like you were saying, by, by changing their policy and then making what they're doing, you know, giving them an excuse to kick them off the Internet. And then, you know, it's going to be terrible. And I know this is going to happen when you when you go on like the Twitter safety account and they explain why they kick Project Veritas. And then you have all these stupid fucking cucktards in the comments going, oh, I think that's really good. I think Project yeah, Veritas yeah. is very harmful. You know, right. and, and they the disinformation. Right oh, bro. I, I that's the funniest thing. Right? Like, how do you declare someone who's shown? And, th and that's the biggest part why veritas and other you know other outlets like that and other pieces of information that are undercover video and stuff are so important because it's not debatable mm -hmm. like you can't debate a video you just watched of someone saying it. like when someone's saying something or spinning something or writing something when you're watching a dude from fucking google say we did xyz to manipulate abc you can't debate it so it's like the most lethal uh, uh valid form of disseminating information in the most powerful form right mm -hmm. so the, by eliminating that that's huge and you also have to think it's not a coincidence that fucking like the first day of the Ghislaine maxwell trial all of a sudden they're doing this maybe there's going to be stuff that's coming out uh that's going to be damning to the clintons and fucking kevin spacey and everyone else that was on that fucking island that you can't fucking disseminate now on twitter because they don't have their permission yeah. like maybe there's got to be something for Jack to step down. I mean, you had a lot there was of people a couple step of down. Yeah, a couple of CEOs stepped down when that trial started. So there's, right. there's a lot of, a sudden, of different ways to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you saw literally the CEO of Twitter resign, the CEO of Walmart, uh, CEO of CNBC. Like everyone fucking all of a sudden getting out of the way. What uh, is Right as this shit's going. And we saw this, but most of you don't understand this because you don't really follow the financial world, but you probably heard about it through our threads and stuff. But this was pre-COVID. This was like uh, December into February, right before COVID. All those major CEOs, we talked about it on here, from the banks were stepping down, mm -hmm. right? We saw that coming. All the CEOs were stepping down. And then we saw, um, obviously, that shitstorm that COVID shut down businesses, shut down the economy. They crashed the market because of fucking Trump, uh, tried to get him out of office. And my first take on it was they're getting the fuck out of the way before all their shares go to fucking nothing. Yeah. They're afraid that, you know, and so you usually when where there's smoke, there's fire in these situations. So seeing these CEOs step down, I mean, right when Biden wins the election, all of a sudden Bill Gates and Bezos get divorces, mm. you know, like all this, this stuff is never a coincidence. There's no coincidences. So yeah, I'm curious to see what comes of this and how strictly they're going to be enforcing it. I'm glad you brought up the Maxwell trial because I was thinking about this. What about other private photos? Like, I don't know, maybe like Chris Tucker on Epstein Island or. Right, that's politics. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, whatever comes out. Yeah, whatever can come out can't be shared now, right? Wow. I, I didn't even like, think I, about that. It's got to, timing is too odd that Jack's down, this fucking dude's in, and then they put this rule in. There's got to be some shit that they're going to be able to hide now consistently. And, and uh, the, you know, they're going to be quick on it. Those algorithms are so fast, but yeah. just get that yeah, screenshot there. ready. Get that screenshot yes. ready to sit, to save it. So that way it's permanent, you know, and move it over to Instagram, right? Yeah. Instagram doesn't have that rule. So move it over to Instagram I'll and then you can wait. follow me and Bobby at Bob's lessons at Tommy G returns too. And we'll post it on Instagram for you since you guys fucking already gave up on Twitter because you're too fucking cool. <laughs> I, fucking I, I am the OG. 
I am the OG stay on Twitter, and you know that. I didn't like Parler. You are not. Bro, I didn't like Parler. You knew I didn't like Parler and Telegram. Bro, no, yeah. But, I mean, dude, I've been taken down from there 20 times. I'm, you haven't even left once, have you? No, I never left. Yeah, so you're not the OG. The OG's the fucking gangster that's still fucking there. You're like a fucking... You're like a fucking... No, but did know, you go to the, oh, let's go to Parler? You did some of that shit. I mean, I went there, but I listened to you right away. I went mm. there to check it out. I mean, listen, I'm a follower whore. If I can go get fucking 40,000 followers somewhere, I'm going to fucking take it. That's, a, that's an But I think I posted there. Important I posted there three times, and on the third time, my Twitter got banned. So <laughs> you, were pretty, you were pretty dead on yeah. with your parlor thing. I came around to you real quick on the parlor thing. I never fought you on it. Um, but the Twitter thing is really pissing me off. So, so I want to take a minute. I want to get out whatever you need to get out about... Uh, this thing and then i need i need like two minutes just to fucking uh light some sheep on which fire. thing so, which thing the uh Apollo? whatever whatever we're talking about right now just put a bow on on the the videos or the new ceo or even if you wanted to touch on uh we can go into Gisley maxwell after this but uh anything about twitter or anything we just talked about no i mean there's really not much more to say about about the ceo change i mean you know like you hit on an important topic that I didn't. So we, we kind of hit it from two different angles, which is good. That means we're, we're thinking about it. But realistically, we're seeing this everywhere that um, anytime these, these, uh, there's a new regime change, it's never a good thing. And it hasn't been for quite some time. And it always equals more censorship. It's the same, uh, the same problem reaction solution method that we've, the Hegelian dialectic that we talk about all the time where every time there ends up being increased uh, censorship. So I, I really just think the board at Twitter pushed Jack out of the way because th he wasn't extremist enough, which sounds crazy because I thought Jack was extremist, but I think it's getting worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely going to get like, there's no way this gets better. Yeah. You know, like there's there's literally no fucking, no fucking way. Nope. So I'm just pulling up something here. I want to see something here. So let's see. Uh, two months. All right. So I want to get into it here. Twitter currently has 396 million users. This is as of 2021. Twitter brought in 3.72 billion in revenue last year, 2020. 206 users, 75% of them are not based in the US. Uh, Twitter is most popular among users age 25 to 34. So it's the most popular social media app really? 25 to 34. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Eight, nine percent of worldwide social media users access Twitter. That doesn't seem like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Right. That's a lot. Their quarterly revenue is over one billion. Uh, in the U.S., ninety-two percent of tweets came from the top ten percent of users. Right. So if you get up to a position of power, you really can fucking you know make some noise on there. Uh, the uh, Twitter users spend one hundred fifty-eight minutes per month on the app. And uh, it was downloaded over 6 million times in Q4 2020. Um, that's that's a lot of stuff, right? Right? That's, yeah. that's a lot of things. Sorry, I was, powerful, just, I was right? just thinking about if tweets were currency, like the way that Twitter shadow bans people is essentially like a bank saying, we won't take your loan, we will not give you a loan, we won't take your money, or like a payment processor not allowing you to accept payments. Like, like, like if right. you... like. We have been essentially like our money's no good, you know? Right. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, we're, we're basically using like the fucking Deutsche Mark at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're yeah. fucking, we're, we're like Dogecoin. Or like yeah, we're walking coin. into like, we're walking into fucking uh, Neiman Marcus with like Ruan to use or something. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but I agree with it. So, so let me read you one more stat. 
okay, before I tee the fuck off. I mean, listen, I fucking hate, hate, hate 90% of this movement. I fucking hate 90%. I said last podcast 70%, and then I reeled it back in the intro to say maybe I was too high. Nah, nope, nope. I was too low. It's 90%. I mean, I'm just so mind boggled by the fucking idiocy of everyone who's left. Okay. So here's Twitter. Twitter had 54 million users in 2010. I'll scale forward. In 2018, they had 321 million. In 2019, they had 330 million. In 2020, they had 353 million. In 2021, they had 396 million. Okay, 40 million more than they did last year. And I post something. Okay, let me screenshot this so I don't lose it. These fucking stupid, it's the Q fucks too. It's the Q bags that are fucking pushing this shit. That fucking run around in their Q bags. Yeah, it's my, I just made that up. Did you make that up? No, I didn't just make that up. Oh, okay, okay. Someone else made it up. I think Rackets made it up. I'm going to say it. Q bags. Yeah. I forgot it and rethought it. So I'm going to say is that you almost um, pulled a, I'm going to take, I know I was going to too. I, it's so good that I was, I just can't do it. Bob. My, yeah. my journalistic integrity. Just oh, won't. Even up. when I try, Please. I cannot tell a lie. I, I just can't, I couldn't do it. And then he would never know. He doesn't even listen to this, but I mean, I, I just gotta be honest. No, what you thought I did, to I did yourself, here's what you, no, here's what you thought to yourself. Will Joey Rackets listen to this podcast? And you I mean, said, yes. yes. And so that's no, why he said that. You no, didn't it was, you know what it was? I went into the chat and I said, I need a name for these fucking Q-tards. And, and it's because they're just unbearable now. Like, if, I'm sorry. If you're still on the Q-chain, just, just delete me. Get away from me. You're a fucking idiot. Big booms um, next week. Yeah, big booms coming. Um, so I was like, I need a name. And I was like on a bunch of them. And he was like, Q-shbags. And I was like, fuck, that's so good. Damn it. Mm. So, I mean, I, I can't take credit for it. But anyway, the Q-shbags. Um, I'm just, just so I, I can't wait to see if I'm part of this 90% that you hate. So I'm, I'm interested. I mean, no, you're def- definitely not. I can say that you, oh, I, mean, okay. I do hate you. I do hate you. You hate but, me, but um, not you're definitely not a part of it. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I post something. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm dying, choking. I should spritz the manscape ball stuff in my throat. <laughs> see if it helps that too. I think it helps like your feet too. I, I was reading something about it. It may helps your feet not smell too. It's all kinds of fucking treatment. Promo code. No, things mercy, like, no just things like fucking. Yeah, <laughs> promo code no mercy, no spaces. Uh, yeah, this thing is like the ivermectin of text testicles. Um, <laughs> so, so I posted on Instagram how it started. You know, CTO Paragara will replace Jack Dorsey. How it's going, <laughs> and then I posted the 2010 tweet oh, of yeah, yeah. distinction, right? And of course, the first few are just the idiots. Like, first of all, Tommy, shouldn't how it's Started be with the tweet from 2010 and then how it's going be his announcement. No, no, No. it shouldn't, you fucking idiot, because he was announced and then we found uh, the unearthed tweet. Right. It didn't exist in our world until he was announced. So, no, you're wrong. Not to mention it wouldn't even fucking make sense if it were that way. So, no, you're fucking stupid. Shut up. And the fact that I'm posting something and you're that's what you care about. Just shows how retarded you are, right? So that's number one. Um, but number two came out of fucking left field, okay. all right? And this reminds me of the Linwood situation, which we'll get to here in a minute, too. Ooh. But I post this, right? And I don't really read my comments. This thing actually got like 50 comments, which is a lot nowadays with the shadow banning, right? <laughs> like I fucking can't fucking get over like 10 on anything. It's for some reason this thing did. So I see someone writing... Hold on. I, I got to find it because someone came to my defense in a situation where I didn't even know I needed defending. Right. 
And so someone, I'll give, I'll give him some props. So Rick Parmasax writes, how about saying thank you, Tommy, for the post and not shitting on him for posting it? Some of these comments are just retarded. Thanks, Tommy. Can't wait for the No Mercy pod. Rick, thank you, Rick. Rick Par Mass AX, in case you guys want to follow him too. Maybe we should give but, him uh, Rick 500 bucks. Uh, yeah, he's front runner. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, who's shitting on me? How, how do you shit on that post, Bob? <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck? And then I go through my comments and it's all the fucking cuche bags. They're like, fucking, who cares about Twitter? Um, no one has to be on Twitter. Stop it. Cancel Twitter. Why do you care? Dump Twitter. If you're on Twitter, you're part of the problem. Like, I'm like, oh my God, delete Twitter. Like, wow. Are you fucking idiots retarded? Are you the dumbest motherfuckers in the history of the world? This is the problem, Bob, when people like us who've been studying shit for 20 years and the Tripolis and the Larry Johnsons and everyone else who was, and a lot of the people in the, the, on the Q side too, who were actually leading the movement last year, got fucking wiped out. Now you realize why they wiped us out and left the rest of you fucking losers there, okay? Because this is what this has become. The battle is not on Twitter anymore. Twi cancel Twitter. I just read you stats how Twitter gained 46 million more subscribers and 46 million more users than they did in 2020 during COVID. When no one had anything to fucking do but sit home and be on Twitter. They're 50 million more. That's 13% more users on Twitter now than there was last year. The reason you fucking faggots are running around saying, to cancel Twitter, get off Twitter, is because you're a fucking pussy. Because your account probably got deleted like the fucking rest of us. And you quit, you little bitch. And you fucking ran away like a little fucking punk and want to run around acting like you're a digital soldier and a patriot. You ain't a fucking patriot. You ain't a fucking soldier. You're a digital reporter. That's all you are. Because all you, you're, you, you, all you guys did, and this isn't at everyone because there are some telegrams I like and there are a lot of people that I like, but all you fucking pussies did was run the fucking telegram and hide in your little fucking echo chambers and talk about the plan is about to happen and all this fucking bullshit. And I'm all fine with that. I'm fine with that. I got a lot of people, uh, the, the bunch of telegrams, which I won't name, but a bunch of telegrams over there, which I love the people in it. And I even pop in. I'm an admin in one of them. I'm all for it. But it's a fucking echo chamber on Telegram. Telegram's a fucking echo chamber. So if you want to go to Telegram and go compile information to then bring it to the motherfucking battlefield, which is Twitter, then I'm all about it. But if you want to live in fucking Telegram and then you want to fucking tell people like me and Bobby and Tripoli and all these people that are fucking still out here, fucking Romanelli, grinding, fighting, getting deleted, getting shadow banned, getting censored, still pushing our message out there, still fighting. And I'll say it. I know you guys fucking think I say it too much. 250,000 in a check mark down to 12,000 now. I am on Twitter and I had to work my ass off to get it up to 12,000. I'm still fighting. I'm still tweeting about it. I'm still pushing. I'm still there. Bob's still there. We're still there. You didn't leave because you want to cancel Twitter, you little bitch ass fuck. You left because you're a pussy. And because once you lost your following and launched your reach, you ran to your echo chamber. What the fuck are you changing on Telegram? What are you changing in an echo chamber? 
Who the fuck are you helping? What are you solving? Talking to like-minded people about your fucking theories. Who the fuck are you waking up, you asleep little bitch? What are you waking up laying in a fucking cave talking to other people like you when you know the enemy is on fucking Twitter? You know, they're the people who took out Donald Trump. They're the people who wiped out all the accounts. They're the people who took my account. They're the people who are censoring everything. They are the epicenter for news. They are the epicenter for information. That is where the fucking war is. Get your fucking ass back on Twitter and go fight the motherfucking war. Because last year they were fucking kicking us all off and shadow banning us. And we kept coming back and kept coming back and kept coming back. And we said, we're weeds. You can't stop us. You can't kill us. We're digital soldiers. We're going to war. We're here for the battle. And you all fucking quit. And not only did you fucking quit, now you want to attack me and other people like me who are still over there fighting the motherfucking fight, you fucking losers, you fucking nobodies. Now all that's left over there is a bunch of fucking Patriot thoughts that fucking post selfies at fucking 11 p.m. and a bunch of fucking nerds like this not Alex Shepard kid and all these fucking uh, uh, digital reporters, who digital retweeters. There's no fucking, you're not a soldier on Telegram. Who the fuck you fighting? Put your fucking digital gun down, pussy. You're a nothing. You're a digital observer. So get to Twitter and go watch those of us that are actually fighting. And you fucking jump in the comments again talking about cancel Twitter. You can't cancel Twitter, you stupid fuck. There's 40 million more people than were there last year. Twitter's where the fucking war is, idiot. Stop fucking criticizing the people who are still fucking fighting and still trying to fucking spread a message on the number one information platform in motherfucking America. While you sit on fucking Telegram or sit on fucking TikTok and Snapchat talking to fucking 10 year olds with your little fucking dance videos, you fucking faggots. And here's Done. here's the I thought that was a great rant. And I I wanted to elaborate on a couple points because I was thinking about this. Um, so a lot of it has to do with these fucking leaders and I call them cult leaders. I, I think about like the Jonestown massacre and James Jones. What did he do? Maybe he didn't have enough influence where he was. So he fucking separated everybody from the real world and brought him to this fucking echo chamber where he was the voice of reason. His voice was on the megaphone. He was the yep. God and people fucking, when you lose hundreds of thousands of followers, you're naturally like, well, I can go to telegram and everybody yep. will follow me. Yep. And, and I, dude, every telegram has like 180,000 people. Following. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. And then we don't have to worry about the outside world. Well, guess what? There's a world going on outside of telegram and, and, I, every you know what's funny is a lot of these people talked about the art of war. The number one thing about the art of war is know your enemy. Like like you yeah. have to know yeah, what's going to. on on the battlefield. What you're doing, I, is and, and not to cut you off, I get bitched at for watching CNN and MSNBC on election nights and shit like that. When I'm like, I need to know what they're saying. Yeah, I need to watch the enemy. Go yeah. On. Well, no, I mean, dude, you listen, you got pissed at me for going at Jordan Sather, but I think he's one of the main perpetuators of this fucking bullshit. And a lot of people like him that end up on fucking telegram and taking these people where it realistically, and I've said this for a while too, that, that the fight is on these main, it's like telling people not to use roads seriously. Cause if we yeah. look at like Twitter and uh, Instagram as if they were like AT&T or like, don't use your phone anymore. Don't use it. Don't, here, come over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so fucking bold. You're so bold with canceling shit. Cancel your iPhone. Yes, exactly. Cancel Google, you fucking yeah. loser. What are you using to access Telegram? I mean, listen, we're all hypocrites at some point, but you have to understand that this is where the battles are being fought and the real soul. It's like it's like this. It's like, okay, 
oh, I'm in the Navy. Oh, where are you stationed? Oh, I'm stationed in some fucking small town in like, you know, uh, you know, in rural Mississippi. Well, I'm I'm in the Navy and I'm stationed in fucking Afghanistan. Like like that's where they are. They're like they they never yep. actually saw the yep. battlefield. Yep. Yet they're, they're like army yeah, reserves. Army reserves. Army like the reserves. fake army. Yeah, like false valor. And, and the thing yeah. is is we're starting to see that a lot of these leaders, it ended up, it, it, it was more of a self-perpetuating thing than it was about the movement or any movement itself. It was about the tweets. It was about the likes. And once they lost that, I mean, listen, I mean, I, I haven't experienced what you have, but just even with the shadow banning, my impressions are one-tenth of what they were before. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. But you don't stop fighting. No. And that's the thing, dude. You can't stop. Like, you take breaks. It's exhausting. Like, even fucking football games have half times, right? And, and timeouts. Like, it's okay to step away for a week. Or, I'm, I'm stepping away right now for four days. I said with this new CDO, CEO, I just want to give it a week. It's just, it's strategic, right? Let your, let your plans be dark and impenetrable as, as night, then fall like a thunderbolt, right? Mm -hmm. Like, art of war. Like, it's smart when there's a new CEO coming in, putting a new rule in. To kind of step away for a week or so and be like, all right, you know what? Let me just stick to pure sports, not doing it. Let me see what the fuck's going on over here. Let me see what they're going to do. So then I know, okay, how can I attack this? I need to know my enemy, as you just said. That's great. That's fine. Take a month off. Take fucking weeks off, you know? But you can't disappear and fucking criticize people for still being on the goddamn battlefield that made all the change. You ain't changed shit on Telegram. You ain't done a motherfucking thing on Telegram. What have, honestly, what have Telegram. they done on Telegram? What, what, what has it accomplished? TikTok? What have you done on I mean, TikTok? I get it. That's fine. Like, go push the message on TikTok. That's good. Yeah, you know, you're I'll, I'll real say young this. People. I think TikTok, and I actually think you would do well on TikTok, but TikTok is is turning, is is my opinion, you may want to look at the numbers, um, is like a new Twitter, Instagram, because there's a lot of red pilling and black pilling going on. Did we all forget that we all boycotted TikTok because yes. it's owned by China and they're collecting all our data? Everyone well, I mean, fuck. I mean, we just talked about how Twitter's owned by I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> that, it's a, that it's a Chinese honeypot. Listen, like, you know, we're we fucked. We're fucked. I know. I, I don't really care. Like, I would yeah. go on TikTok, but I still listen. I'm an OG, dog. Like, I listen, I started this thing on Twitter and Instagram. I'm ending this thing on Twitter and Instagram. Like, I'll, I may start a TikTok. Like, I know I could start a Telegram today and get up to 100,000 people. Yeah. Like, I, I know I just, I don't know, maybe we will at some point and it's fine. But I mean, I just don't fucking care. There's no battle there. There's no war there. Like, mm -hmm. I want to fight. I'm here to fight, dude. They took my life away from me. You know, like I walked away from $10 million company for this. Like I've been attacked by the cabal. I've had, I can't even open a fucking bank account at places right now. Like they, they took like everything from and, me, and, and, not just my following and shit. Like, so yeah. like I'm, I want revenge. Like I'm, I want to be in, in the war. Like I don't want to fucking sit and talk to a bunch of other people. Like, yeah. My account got deleted too. Me too. Did you see the fucking Biden's in a fake white house? Like, okay. Know you know what? That's, I'm shit. glad you brought that up. So when, um, you know, I was first diagnosed with Crohn's disease. They were like, hey, there are these support groups. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't really want to do this. I don't like groups in general. So you fucking go to this support group. And all everybody does is bitch to each other about ah, how sick they so are. Weak. I was like, this so fucking weak. suck. None of y'all are doing fucking a goddamn thing. All you're doing is, yeah. is like me, 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 sob story, sob story, sob story. I was like, fuck this. Really like, so I, I, I never went back, you know, like. That like the echo chamber stuff, the the woe is me shit. Like I, I didn't really like that. But you know, to kind of go back to the the Jonestown massacre thing, think about it. Like you had this cult leader who separated everybody from society, and then they all ended up getting fucking massacred, inc including the yeah. lead. And that's what I feel like some of these these honeypot places. You go to the echo chamber, and all they have to do is go to the one Telegram account, 
and and get 500,000 people's information say okay these guys are all quote unquote q so then it gives people like like the new twitter policies or any policy reasonable suspicion to call you like a domestic terrorist whereas in twitter you can kind of lay under the weeds a little bit you know i mean if like you were saying there's how many people what 300 million or what was it like uh, almost a billion 396 million on twitter Okay, so if you're one of 396 50 million more than last year when exactly. everyone was there for the battle and says everyone left, you can lay under the weeds more. You can when there's 300 million. Have you ever lived in New York City? You're completely fucking anonymous in New York City because there's fucking five, six million people there, however many people live in New York City. And then you go to a small town and everybody can fucking see you. You know their sister, you know their cousin, you know who fucked who, you know who married who, you know who cheated on who, you know who's a criminal when you go to a small town. That's what Telegram is. Everybody knows who everybody is there. And it's very easily to detect if you are a three-letter agency or just anybody that wants to label an entire group a domestic terrorist. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the simplest way I can, I, can, uh, I can put it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so obvious what they're doing. They're trying to keep everyone away from because we were hurting Twitter. Twitter was their main source to fucking spread disinformation. And Trump came out there and just said, you know, I wanted to, I mean, listen, I bashed Trump a lot in the last episode. I, like I said, I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a bad president. I don't think he's cabal. Um, but yet, maybe I will at some point. But right now, I don't. I can only speak for my current present state. Um, one of the best things he did was fucking like turn to wake people up to like, yo, the battle's on Twitter. You know, and yeah. then now that he's gone, you all fucking left. And now you're like, cancel it. All right, that's fucking weak shit right there. Like, I don't I don't subscribe to that stuff. So I mean, we're starting to learn now it. when when Trump said China, China, he was he really should have said India. That's what he should have yeah. said. <laughs> he so, I mean, look, it, it, this ties into the next topic, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so now that I got that off my well, chest. Can I say one thing um, before we go to the next topic? You, you, Bobby, it's your show. You can say two things. All right, I'm gonna say two. I'll say three, and I'm I'll gonna say one large, one just large say, just, thing. Yeah, I mean, let's go like your, uh, like your old people ratio. Let's go like one and a half. All right, so we we decided that I guess I hate Indians. I, I think that's what we decided. Right. But I yeah, also I mean, we're there, we're, we're there, Bob. <laughs> I hate. I've always hated hippies. I've always hated. Mm hippies because they you hate up, the things you look like because everyone thinks you're an indian and i'm pretty sure everyone thought you were a hippie for most of your life well that's the thing hair. is i i try like when i was in high school like i thought the hippie culture was great then i realized you hate that it was, guitar guy too like you hate all the things that that you get grouped as i i hate guitar guy i hate well because it's like you my hate job people with dude. small penises <laughs> no that's funny <laughs> So, yeah, I don't I don't like guitar guy because I know who guitar guy is. I I know what kind of person you are. But like with hippies, it's like this. It's like every hippie I know that's all about peace, love and acceptance. They end up being fucking psychopaths. They end up being selfish psychopaths when they don't get their way. But I have used this reference before um, about uh, the uh, Laurel Canyon and the CIA psyop hippie music movement. Here, let me kind of. I'll simplify this. So, for example, Jim Morrison's dad was high Navy intelligence on the Gulf of Tonkin, which a lot of you know was the false flag operation that got us into the Vietnam War. Then when you look into a lot of these other hippie bands, you start to notice that their family members were in either Navy intelligence or high government positions. And so there's a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that this music was put into the system to dilute the anti-war movement. What I mean by that is this. It creates a drug culture of, of peace and love hippies, but then everybody who is anti-war is now looked at as a drug-induced hippies, and then they right. criminalize drug use. So now, anytime anybody who questions the war, they get labeled 
a hippie, a degenerate, low culture. The same fucking shit is happening with QAnon. And ever since yeah. January 6th, that's when I realized, I'm like, holy shit. Because we talk about COINTELPRO. You get the fuck away from this shit, yeah. Everything is fucking QAnon. Anytime you, you question the election, QAnon. Anytime you question a, a medical, you know, uh, a healing, medical healing jab, QAnon. That's all you Dude, you, you can talk about space. I was talking about the fucking moon to somebody, about the moon being a possible a satellite or a hologram. And someone said, oh, that QAnon conspiracy stuff. Basically, they've we thought conspiracy theorist was a bad term. Now they fucking took that out. And now you're not a conspiracy theorist. You're a QAnon. You're just <laughs> QAnon. And that's the easiest yeah. way for people to dismiss you. And so that's what dilutes the movement the same way the hippie movement diluted the real anti-war movement. They're like, okay, well, what can we do? Uh, let's criminalize drugs. Let's put the fucking music out there. We'll say fuck the war. And then everybody's looked at as a degenerate. And as a criminal, and that's uh -huh. exactly what's happening. We're seeing the same process repeat itself, and we're seeing the behaviors of the people that perpetuate the QAnon shit. And listen, everybody knows that I talked a lot about Q. I, I've talked about it for a while. I've followed it since 2017. So if you want to come at me about that, I'm very sorry, but I was at this at the beginning, like literally, like the yeah, first. Yeah, you got. I didn't even month. know what it was until you told me about it. Correct. But there has to come a point, and I, I've so I blame you for my like five <laughs> yeah, minutes. Of dude. Yeah, dude. I remember texting you one time, thinking that there was going to be an event at a fucking Patriots, uh, uh, Dolphins game because of a Q post that I read. So, dude, I had, I had a, I had a fucking source that was Bernie Kerrick's son that was feeding me information that that made me take a drive. I showed you the video. It made me take a drive to a post office a week before the election to look at hidden cameras that were actually there that lined up with Q posts. So I mean, I was all in. I'm like, this source is legit. Like, yeah, we all got trapped in it. The difference is I used to believe in Santa Claus when I was a little kid too. And then I grew the fuck up and got more information. Yeah. That's how I look at Q. Like, it yeah, for a minute I was in on it and now it's, and then I woke up like a year ago and went, this is dumb. And now I'll go publicly on this podcast and say, fuck QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> and your, your followers are charted and i've even said this before on previous podcasts that that the followers don't necessarily you know shouldn't uh affect band the analogy the, the band analogy about like how i don't like a lot of tool fans but i really like the band so with q i like the information so with the hippie movement guess what the music was good the music was uh -huh. really fucking good the people were fucking degenerate and that's what the design the hippies was. hippie girls too like like have a lot of threesomes and stuff so that's good too yeah but they don't shave and they probably don't use manscape or womanscape or anything i mean like listen that. that's I, I that's why we we have manscape.com uh promo code no mercy so that you could fucking you know your girl just i'm sure it works on <laughs> vaginas right just fucking give a little fucking tss, tss, little spritz <laughs> on the old hippie badge probably smells like roses it's so funny. I love it. Bill Rupp in the Discord was talking about how like he tried to listen to my podcast, but I was soliciting people for money. And I'm sitting here like, Bill, you do that every week. Like, promo <laughs> what do you think of four TV? We make people pay to be in that Discord you're talking to them in. He's like, I couldn't <laughs> listen to your podcast because uh, you were soliciting people for money. I'm like, dude, I hear you say hashtag Bill Rupp 20 or Rupp 20. Rupp like, 20, yeah. Like every day. So yeah. next time he does that, I'll be like, oh, I can't, I can't subscribe to your bets, you know? So well uh, tonight Wednesday night most of you are probably listening to this after Wednesday night but when every Wednesday night is the uh, Hafi G uh, Wednesday sweat show where I eat an edible or two in the four deep discord and it's our party night so we do the voice chats in there all the time but you were there last week Bob oh, we you special on edibles guest. is 
hilarious. Dude, I couldn't even speak. <laughs> you can't even talk. I couldn't. I'm so bad with weed, dude. You could bring a pile of cocaine and I'll fucking do it and do a show if I had to. But dude, you give me an edible and I'm fucking gone. So the Wednesday's the biggest day for college basketball, and I'm the best college basketball handicapper in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on fire right now with it too. I never get good this early. So I have a stay cash and show, which I have to do in a half hour, which is why we have a timestamp on this on YouTube. Check that out too. Stay cash and with Tommy G on YouTube, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 p.m. Also check out the QTN podcast with Bob's Lessons. Uh, make sure you check that out. Give that some support also. But Wednesday night, Bobby, is my night for my 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 party show. It's like the Tommy G after dark night from the Gildan and the Discord before all those shitheads ruined it. So we start sweating college basketball from like 8 p.m. to like midnight. And then I'm on an edible by 11 p.m. And then we go full conspiracy chaos for the rest of the night till like 6 in the morning. So I hope you'll be joining us over there at 4deepbets.com. Promo code VIP55 will get you the monster package for the rest of 2020. And promo code VIP40. We'll get you 40% off any small packages on the site. But uh, I hope you'll be there Oof, joining us. All in one uh, breath. All I'm really one good breath. at this. It's so Are you going to join fun, that? Man. Are you going to be there tonight? Dude, well, I forgot how much I missed it. I really did because I had to get away. You were fun, man. We had a good time. It was a blast. Ashley was involved. Fucking Uncle Danny came by. It was like old school. That Wednesday. So every Wednesday night, that's what we're doing. Bro, I actually got in trouble because uh, we remember, like two years ago, <laughs> we talked about, uh, you know, we were going to do like a state draft. You know, to figure yeah, out yeah, which right, state yeah, we're yeah. allowed to pick up women in, and well, you, you know, know me and I kind of did that draft after you left, right? Oh, did you? Because I yeah. got three well, states were... in, and I get a text from her. I can hear you. And I was like, <laughs> we were drafting which states that we uh, want to have full rights to bang the girls in, yeah. and uh, yeah, you started, and then you just left, and yeah. I was like, I kind of like, oh, where to go? Well, oh, I deserved God, it because I think I, I picked like Montana or Idaho. First. Oh, it was such a bad draft. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like I went just straight volume. I got fucking New York, Texas and California. Fucking yeah. boom. Then grab. I think I grabbed Florida. I was fucking balling. Yeah, I drafted I just had a all fucking the, kicker in the first round. Yeah. You were taking like fucking, you know, North Dakota. Or well, I took shit. Louisiana. And I was like, I, yeah, I like the bro, Midwest. That's like group, a fucking yeah. sixth round pick. Louisiana, you got to get the volume. You got to go get Texas and California. No, you got to get the South. You got to get the South. Like I locked in Texas and Cal. Well, See California what we're doing just- now. Now, if my my girlfriend listens to this podcast, I'm gonna get in trouble again. You're a bad influence. Well, maybe I mean, I, you maybe you're you're just a bad person. You you're know, a bad I, person. We haven't gotten in any fights. I'm gonna and take then- Tennessee and go get Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> First pick of the draft. Imagine that. It's like a decent proposal game. Like, all right, I go first. I take Tennessee. Ashley's mine. How much? A million dollars to sleep with your girlfriend. (laughs) Dude, we did talk about indecent proposals, didn't we? I don't know. I was on fucking. I basically felt like I was on mushrooms. I was so high. Yeah, you were basically like trying to solicit my girlfriend to see how much she'd be willing yeah. to take to sleep with I, a rich. I think old I man. did it to rackets after that with his wife, and then I think I did it with someone else. Do you after know how that, many like, domestic least, problems you might have caused last week on? Edibles? Oh God, dude! You know what happens when I go prison, Mike. Uh, anyway, we got a lot more to cover, but but uh, tonight right. you're gonna be there, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay, cool. So uh, so I wa- uh, do you have anything else on this? Nope. Okay. So I want it. This ties into it. So Linwood and Rittenhouse tie into this. And I think we're on opposite sides of the Rittenhouse thing, just from uh, some tweets that I've seen of you. But Linwood is laughing because, you know, he's he's like right there with Chrissy. T. Hey, do me a favor. Backtrack. Backtrack. 20 seconds. Backtrack. 20 seconds from what you were saying and start it again. What was I saying? I don't know. My fucking computer fell asleep and you went. All right. Right. When you said that we were disagreeing. Sure. It's still recording. Yes, 100%. It's good. It just okay. fell asleep, okay. and so the Zoom didn't pick up audio. You're sure you hit record, right? 
I'm looking at it right now. One hour and 15 okay. minutes in. So okay, we're right. At, we should be right at topic one since we're an hour. And okay. Minutes. So should I go back to uh, go back to right this? to where you said we were disagreeing? Okay. All right. So uh, that is the topic we're going to disagree on with the Rittenhouse situation, because I think we're on opposite sides, as I said here. So I, I look at this and it ties to Lynn Wood similar to the cult-like mentality and all the fucking shit I've been talking about, how easily manipulated these fucking non-free thinking fucking losers are. By the way, I just realized that my door is very thin and I was screaming faggot on here. And who knows? Probably every all my neighbors now think I'm like fucking... I hope you don't have any Indian you. neighbors. They're probably hearing my rants too. Oh my God. Yeah, fuck them. I don't like them anyway. <laughs> uh, oh God, am I out too now? Um, no, but it's it's like, because I, I do hate you and a lot of things, but sure. I hope they don't think hate no, gay people because no. I do love gay people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yelling faggot through a door isn't going to help. So See, now you're uh, fucking simping. Well, now everyone knows I love gay people. I fucking grew up in the rave scene. Yeah. Um, so the Rittenhouse decision and all that and how that worked, and then it tied to Linwood perfectly. So the Linwood part is just fucking hysterical. How everyone want uh, keep in mind, you can go back to No Mercy episode 46, the great Linwood debate, where I came out heavy, hard, breathing fire on Linwood. I won't go into it because you can go listen to it and hear everything about it when it was hot and topical. Not to mention, it's an interesting one. I haven't gone back and listened to it, Bob, but the, Bob, but the pod is actually on January 5th. Wow. So I'm actually want to go listen to that just to kind of hear like the day before Jan 6th. Which is weird because I think on. I said my drop date for all this shit was January 6th. We did. That's why. And, and you know what? James R. was on it too. Yeah. So I really, I'm definitely interested to go back and listen to that. But I lit Linwood on fire. Um, and I've been telling you guys, it's a piece of shit. And it's so funny because when Rittenhouse got freed. Real quick, every- didn't you say you had direct? Uh, I do. Yes. Okay. Personal. I have personal reasons for this one because he was tweeting about me for likes and fucking impressions when I got deleted from Twitter. And then I reached out to him and had six other people reach out to him. And we were told he never contacted me back. He basically wanted to get all the tweets about me, how Patriot Tommy G wiped off like, we got to stop this. Him and David Barnes or Robert Barnes were tweeting about me nonstop. And then fucking I had fucking uh, a couple people I know who like Brandon uh, and a lot of other people who had big accounts and check marks going and DMing him on top of me calling his offices, reaching out, trying to get him to represent me. Right. Because he was sitting there saying, I was going to fuck. He's like, they're going to be the fucking Patriots lawyer. Not only did they not call me, not only did when I get in touch to the, the lady, she basically told me he's full and not taking any more cases. So he's completely full of shit. But then everyone else got ignored, too, and was like, what the fuck? So I had a personal experience of being used by this guy for clout. And then when it came time to actually at least have a phone call and say, yo, what's up? You know, let, let me help you. Let's fight this fight. Uh, he just fucking bailed. So I didn't like him to begin with. And the funny thing is when the free Kyle shit happened, all the like the all the fucking huge bags were all in on free Kyle, free Kyle, free Kyle. All the fucking sheep on the right were in free Kyle, free Kyle, free Kyle. Yay, Rittenhouse is free. Let's fucking go. Me and you went on the podcast right before the verdict. Of course, something big will happen right when we log off this one too. But right before the verdict happened, and we said we don't fucking care, right? Like who gives a fuck about Kyle Rittenhouse, right? And then the verdict happened, and we said we're gonna be. It'll be awesome for like an hour. You know, I cared about it for an hour. I tweeted about it for an hour. And then I kept it fucking moving. I went on my life because it's a fucking distraction. So, but Lynn Wood all of a sudden comes in. So now Rittenhouse is fucking the God, the right wing God. Everyone's talking about him. All of a sudden Rittenhouse comes out and says this. Now, I don't know if you can hear this. Hold on. I'm trying to play it. 
Uh, let me see if I can get this up. I don't know if this is going to work. This is kind of impromptu here. How long were you there? I was in can jail for 87 yeah. days. This goes as follows in with Lynn Wood, who Lynn Wood was raising money on my behalf and he held me in jail. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing. So basically goes in on Lynn Wood and says Linwood held him in jail for 87 days. He was stealing his money. He was using him for clout, everything like that. All of a sudden, when the fucking king of the world, who the right was all about sucking his dick fucking a day ago, and he's on the show, all of a sudden now everyone's like, Rittenhouse is a psyop. Rittenhouse is a psyop. Like, the, the love and the, for Linwood, their cult leader, is mind-boggling to me since this dude literally looks like a lizard. Right. He looks like a plastic skinned fucking lizard to begin with. He doesn't even pass the smell test. He's a lawyer. There's Trump's war room, which is the fourth biggest MAGA account on Twitter posted in 2020 records. Lynn Wood has for decades voted for donated to Democrats, including Barack Obama and David Perdue's 2014 opponent. There is so much documentation on Lynn Wood being a fucking psyop piece of shit. Right. So I start taking my victory lap and then, and this is where I'll bring you in. Then I end up finding out that everyone's like written house is a psyop. And I'm like, Oh, these fucking people. Right. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Now, maybe he is, but just anything to make Linwood God and keep this fucking shit bag lawyer in the spotlight. And then I wrote, I love how everyone's a psyop except Linwood, who's the most obvious psyop ever. And then fucking the next thing was my favorite, Bob. You see a post from uh, an account that I respect, uh, Dawnstar on on Instagram, wrote, we got Lynn Wood asking questions on Sidney Powell and General Flynn. What the fuck is going on? This is a day later. I'm like, oh, oh, the cuse bags are going to be so mad. And then you see Lynn Wood's telegram. General Flynn owes the Patriots an honest explanation of this occult prayer. Watch till the end. Rut roll. Lynn Wood's going after General Flynn. And then you see... Uh, Linwood, I turned around slowly over the past few months and I documented who was holding the knife, Sydney. You played me and you played the Patriot. Then he's going after Sydney Powell. It's like, oh, wait, all your false idols are now fucking attacking each other as your fucking stupid, fucking retarded nonsense is melting down and nothing's happening. What are you going to do now? Are you going to take Linwood's side and hate Sydney Powell and General Flynn? Are you going to take General Flynn's side and Sydney Powell's and now hate Linwood? Or are you just going to fucking bury your head in the sand and move on to the next false flag that happens, Bob? They're fucking fucked, dude. They're fucking worshiping celebrities, politicians, lawyers, and they don't even fucking realize it. So fuck them. Fuck Linwood. Fuck everyone else. I'm fucking done with it. These people don't even know what they believe in anymore. They're just believing what they've been told. And Rittenhouse thing, me and you could debate that for a minute here. All right, so there are a couple things I agree with and a couple things I don't. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you trust Fox News? No. Okay. So do you trust the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse, right after a court decision, got an interview with Tucker Carlson on Fox yes. News primetime? You trust Yes. That? So you trust yes. Tucker Carlson? No. Okay. I don't trust anyone, any politician, newscaster, anything. I never have, never will. But I do trust that the number one news channel for the right would be able to snatch up the number one face of the right for the last year in seconds and get him on there. Would they so do no, that? I don't if think it, that's weird. Would they do that if it doesn't benefit their narrative? 
No, no, no. Their motive and everything, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I don't trust any of that. But a lot of people are saying, how did Kyle get on Fox News a day or two later? Well, that's fucking easy. He got out of fucking jail. And his idol, Tucker Carlson, said, you want to come on my show? And he fucking ran to Tucker Carlson's studio like any 18-year-old would. So that part I don't think is fucking weird. So here's what I'll say. And I said this before I even heard the interview. I didn't even listen to it. I just saw the optics of it. Because... Right after the court case, he's he, like he had the cameras on him in the car and he was very calm and collected. Uh, then he goes on Tucker Carlson. And once I listened to it, I was like, wow, he, he's very calm and collected, very well spoken. That's a very a lot, a lot to ask for a 17 year old. Then he's taking right. pictures with Trump and he's being propped up as a champion of the right. And I remember thinking to myself and I tweeted this out. I said, is Kyle Rittenhouse the Greta Thunberg of the right or the David Hogg? Like, are no, we I doing the back. same thing with... I wrote with, back no. In full disclosure, I wrote back no. Right. So this is where we're going to talk about it. Go so on. then I posted, I, I screen capped and posted on Instagram, is is Kyle Rittenhouse the fucking uh, Greta Thunberg of the right? Are, like, are we falling for the same shit? Somebody commented saying that, that Kyle Rittenhouse and Greta were born on the same day. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, whatever. So I went. Is that wait? Is that is that real? Did you fact check? I haven't yeah, even seen so, that. I, just, I literally, when I tell you, I ignored Kyle Rittenhouse from after the trial on. Like, I literally watched that clip. On, I haven't even watched that whole interview with Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I watched I, the thirty seconds. I, I made it. That's pretty crazy. Post. If they're if they're if they have the same birthday, that's pretty. Let me go. To that's the, pretty fun. Like same year. Right. I think it. Here it is. Oh yeah. So Greta and Kyle were born on the same day, and then I I googled it. So. January 3rd, 2003, Kyle Rittenhouse was born. January 3rd, 2003, Greta Thunberg wow. was born. Wow. Same that's day. Fucking, same year. That's pretty fucking weird. And so we weird. always talk about Greta being a psyop at, at worst. At, I'm, I'm sorry, at worst. At the surface of it, she's a, she's a fucking puppet for the left. Right, right, right. Yeah, right? at best. At so, best. Or, or I don't know how you'd phrase it. but Yeah, yeah so in the simplest form, Kyle Rittenhouse is being used and being propped up by the right to, to argue all these right wing talking points. Okay. So that from the, from the start, I was like, man, this guy almost seems like, like a crisis actor. Cause it, mm -hmm. it, here's a, here's a other thing I say. People like a Julian Assange are not going to get interviews right now. People who are really like, like spewing the truth, like, like they're not going to get on Fox news, but for some reason, Edward Snowden gets an interview on MSNBC. Fuck, if they wanted to, they could even interview fucking Osama bin Laden. And, and I always think to myself, why did Snowden get an interview? Why does Snowden get a movie written about him? So whether or not it's a psyop or a distraction or, or Rittenhouse is being used as a pawn, I don't know. But all I'm telling you is this, is I listened to the interview and he kept saying, Lynn Wood, Lynn Wood, Lynn Wood. I'm like, man, it sounds like Jesse Small Smollett kind of shit. Mm -hmm. that, that's really what it like. like I'm just... Just if I take all of my bias out and just listen to it from a surface level, I'm like, why is he talking about Lynn Wood? And then I listened to what Lynn Wood said. He had a reply, which, by the way, think about it. The people that get kicked out of society, they don't get their accounts anymore. They're forced, you know, to bait. like look at Owen Benjamin. It's a perfect example. Owen Benjamin can't even like he's a comedian that can't get on any platforms. And when he performs right. live, he literally has to tell people in secrecy what club he's performing at. Right. Otherwise, he runs the risk of getting fucked. Like these are the people that are probably over the target. So Lynn Wood replies saying that he only had one interaction with Kyle Rittenhouse, that he's a defamation lawyer, so he doesn't even handle the criminal side. And so then I went, huh, and I went back and listened to the interview again. And he mentioned Lynn Wood like two or three times, like Lynn Wood, 
Lynn Wood. Like, I'm like, man, why is he focused so much on this one fucking lawyer? And that was the one thing that was kind of like eye opening to me. I'm not defending Linwood. I don't give a fuck. I know how lawyers work. They're opportunists. Like, look at Johnny Cochran, right? Like, is Johnny Cochran going to defend some internet, you know, or YouTuber or podcaster? Or is he going to go try to make money on the O.J. Simpson trial? So, yeah, he fucking was trying to make money off Kyle Rittenhouse. He was trying to do the defamation shit. But realistically, Linwood's looking out for fucking Linwood. Do I think Linwood's crazy? Yes. Do I think Linwood's a psyop? No. And as a matter of fact... I have a problem with General Flynn, too. And it really comes down to a lot of things. I don't know if you remember, General Flynn was on video doing that QAnon fucking pledge, which I thought was fucking weird. Oh, Lynn Wood was so balls deep in QAnon. It was it was coming out his fucking ears. Stop. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I think... Yeah. Guess what? I, 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 I was, too, though. I'm not gonna, I was, too. I'm not going to cut off your rant. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to let you finish here. But Sidney Powell, fuck her. Uh... Uh, Mike Flynn, fuck uh, General Flynn, fuck him. Yeah, Lynn Wood, fuck him. Sure. Uh, even right now, Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump. Like fuck everyone right now. Like that's where I'm at. So I'm not even differentiating between. I think they're all fuck Rittenhouse, fuck all of them. I think they're all fucking shit, and they're all up to something. Fucking Pasobic pushing his my pillow shit. I was the first one to say fuck the my pillow guy when he was gonna crack the fucking world open with his fucking seminar that he spewed nothing. They're all fucking puppets in a grandiose play that we don't even realize everyone's fucking in on it. They're yeah, all and what, and what happened to those Wiener laptops that we were supposed to, Anthony Wiener yeah. laptops, we were supposed to see all that shit. So basically what the premise is, is I just feel like people are opportunists. I feel like everybody's an opportunist and they're trying to get a piece of the fucking Rittenhouse thing, which makes me think that the Rittenhouse trial was a great, big, grandiose fucking psyop. I mean, there's a reason right. why that, that all the cameras were on that and nothing's on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. And and even on January 6th, I remember this. There was this one kid who was right next to the, the MAGA girl that got shot, like, at the Capitol. And then somehow, like, 30 minutes later, was being interviewed, like, a half a mile away from the Capitol building. And this fucking kid, he couldn't be more than 18 years old. And he looked so calm and collected. He knew exactly where the camera was. He knew exactly what he needed to say. It was kind of like the old Sandy Hook dad that was smiling off camera and then the cameras were turned on all of a sudden he's like huffy puffy crying talking about his daughter so the whole thing fucking reeks is what i'm basically well let me let me give you one let me give you one piece of information that is a mic drop for me when i did my little bit of research on it in the lynn wood situation lynn wood claims he basically had nothing to do with kyle rittenhouse right yeah he said he only communicated with him once he's a liar yeah that sounded he is a complete fucking liar because lynn wood uh, threatened to sue Mark Richel, Mark Richards for calling him an idiot on CNN. <laughs> he literally threatened to sue him for calling an idiot on how he handled the case, right? Here's an email from Lynn Wood to Mark Richards. This is just an excerpt. Mark, you are wrong. You stated publicly in an interview on CNN, link below, that I was an idiot. False. I am not. You stated on CNN that I let Kyle speak with the Washington Post. False. I did not. John Pierce made the decision to let Kyle do the interview. So he, he uh, demands hereby made that you immediately retract your records, blah, 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 or you'll be sued. So he's admitting that he was involved in it, that he knows who made the decisions. It wasn't, it wasn't me that made the decision, bro. He was in the Rittenhouse shit nonstop for the first month and a half of this. People just don't remember because it was a year and a half ago. See, I don't think that's a smoking gun. Nonstop. I don't think that's a smoking gun that he had direct communication with Rittenhouse. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like a lot of times you're not going to do you can't dude. He's your client. If you're letting him do an interview or not, but he's also in a, was it wasn't Rittenhouse in jail this whole time. 
80s, uh, yeah, however long he was yeah, in jail. I'm just saying like, direct communication. So I think I think Lynn Wood was hand, handling the defamation shoot. I'm I'm not d defending this guy. I'm just saying Lynn Wood's an oh, opportunist, such, and uh, you know, such a piece of shit. Yeah, but I, I I kind of agree with him on the general Flynn front. I don't know. Much I can agree with him on a lot of things. Yeah, but I also know he's a piece of shit. He's a lawyer. You know, it, it, listen, he's a lawyer. End of story. So he's Sydney not Powell. only a lawyer, he's a scumbag lawyer. Look at what happened to Sidney Powell's father. Sidney Powell, I fucking didn't trust back in fucking... Dude, go listen to Break the Matrix podcast last summer. I didn't trust Sidney Powell. I didn't trust fucking Giuliani. I didn't trust fucking Linwood. I didn't trust any of these fucking people. Like, I almost I didn't bit. any of them, and I used to get killed for it. I didn't trust the Pillow guy. I don't even call him fucking Mike Lindell. I call him the My Pillow guy. I've said it from the beginning. I'm not calling this fucking idiot Mike Lindell. I'm calling the fucking pillow shit, the pillow salesman. I never trust Jack Posobiec. I don't trust any of them. They're all going to let you down and they're all going to fuck you. I just think we, people need to realize that in this chessboard, there's pieces on both sides. Like there's kings, there's pawns, there's, there's knights. What we need to do is is pragmatic and practical thinkers is recognize which pieces are on our side on this chessboard that they're trying to maneuver. You know, I shouldn't even yeah, say our yeah. side, but you know what I mean on well, on I the mean, side listen, that Bob, we this, thought was our side. Or this know. whole thing, this whole movement has gotten away. It was all about free thinking and compiling information. Even when we were, you know, following the Q stuff, we said every single podcast. We don't care. We just think it's a good information source. We get the information from it, and then we go do another dive of analysis to either confirm or deny whatever was posted. But it's a great place to get information. And that's what we've said from the beginning. I Fuck Tucker Carlson. Fuck Fox News. Fuck everybody. Go back to the roots. When you're fucking having writer's block, right, where you're sitting there and you write a few sentences and you stop, and you write it, and you stop. Or if you're fucking trying to do a math problem or if you're trying to figure out, you know, a murder on a fucking, if you're an FBI agent or whatever the fuck it is, whenever you get stuck, what is the first thing someone tells you to do, Bob? If you're stuck, if you're, if you're just banging your head against the wall and you can't get to the final answer, what do you do? I don't know. Smoke weed. Right. I mean, that's honestly, I know, that's, that's honestly part of it. Right. But what do you, what do you do? What, like, what would you do? What would you do? You're stuck. You, you can't change your routine, change your routine or, or yeah, or, just, yeah. just stop, go do smoke weed, go yeah. fucking take a walk, like clear your head yeah. and start over at the beginning. Right. Go back to the beginning. Watch any CSI serial killer show, any thread that we've done, any research that we've ever done. Like just stop and go back to the very beginning because what happens is when you get too deep down the rabbit hole and you're kind of lost, you start straying off on these tangents that are so far away from where you started that the, usually the answer, you know, Oxum's razor, like the answer is right in front of your nose, right? Mm -hmm. And you just went so far past it that you had to stop, circle back to the beginning, okay? So that's what everyone in this movement needs to do. Stop. Control, alt, delete, everything. I'm confused. I don't know who to follow. I don't know who to trust. Stop. Go back to the beginning when you trusted nobody and you were thinking for yourself and no one was an idol. Everyone was nothing more than an information source of which you got the information from a Sidney Powell, a Linwood, a QAnon, whatever the fuck it is. And then you ran it through your own fact checking organization in your brain. And then you formulated your own opinion, which doesn't need to be the same as the other opinions who follow you. Get back to that, dude. That's what we're missing, Bob. Yeah. No one's thinking anymore. Everyone's just retweeting and they're too pot committed in their thoughts to do what we've done and just control, delete, take a break, rewind, start over. 
We had a reset. We called the podcast the great reset before, right? Like we had to reset and wipe out all that Q shit and wipe out all the fucking Tucker Carlson and Linwood and all this other shit. We're free thinking again. And it's and it's healthy. And we need everyone else to do the same thing. Yeah, no, uh, I'm with you 100%, you know, just like we were saying, and it's not going to help happen on Telegram. Like, you're not going to think for yourself no. in an echo chamber on Telegram. It's just another- You got to get off Telegram. Yeah, it's just you another- You got to get away cult. from it. Yeah. You got you to you control the leap. You got to go back to the roots. You got to get away from everyone else. <laughs> go back to the roots, you know? which is following Tommy on Twitter and Instagram and all fo- social media. Uh, mostly comments. on Instagram at Tommy G Returns too, and Bob's Lessons at Bob's <laughs> Lessons. That's $10,000. 10,000 people for $500. Uh, we'll give about $500 to one random person if we get to 10000 And wash your balls, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Take care of your balls. Wash your balls, bro. <laughs> Manscaped.com, promo code no mercy. Like, you don't even have to have balls. You don't even have to have balls to take care of your balls. It's more of a Try a it on your badge. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. People are going to get fucking, like, rashes and shit, and then I'm going to fucking lose the It's a metaphor. Try, you know. Take care of your balls. Your your I'm gonna post balls. it on Instagram. So so I'm gonna post the the care package on Instagram. Well, you I'm also gonna make newspaper? my newspaper. Did you get a news? I'm gonna make my yeah. You should you should do that. I'm gonna make my account private too, so that you oh. have to follow me. You have to follow me to fucking see it. So I'm gonna post my balls on Instagram. How about that? Uh, with the fucking <laughs> with my crop reviver spray. I'm gonna I'm gonna spritz my balls live. You get you get me and Bobby the twenty thousand followers. I will spritz my balls live on Instagram live. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we only got a few minutes here cause I got to go to the other show here. Um, American virus who fucking cares. Kyle Kuzma. We called that walking around in a fucking big pink dress. We did. Yeah. You did call that. Him. Um, Gisley Maxwell. I mean, anything else you want to touch on that? We've pretty nah, much I mean, covered anything. We'll save, we'll save the NFTs for the next pod. Cause I yeah, know that's a longer, that's an evergreen one. The only thing I wanted to say is this is I watched this, uh, uh Kevin Hart movie called true story and it almost seemed like a confession. It basically talks about like how you get into the belly of the beast and stay there. And, and th- I'm only spoiling like 30 minutes of the first episode, like basically like some, some female dies like next to her. And the whole thing is about how like that whole scenario and how he got involved with that brought him into the dark side and like the whole fucking show is about wow. but, but there's symbolism everywhere and like there's this big black cube in the middle of the the room that he stays in and the the tour that his comedy tour was on is called anti-verse and it has all this like wow. uh the same like symbolism of joining you know going to the other side there's so there's a lot of portal shit on all these shows. Sounds like a lot of that fucking uh, that concert we were just talking about. The exactly. Concert heading to the other side. Yeah. I got to watch this now. So I'm in the middle of clickbait. I got to finish clickbait. That's a good one. Done. I'm almost done. I, uh, it's good. You know, I, I got told like, it's the best thing in the world. No. I mean, it's good. No, it's, it's not. It's good. It's fine. You know, not the best thing in the world at all. Um, I finished Inside Job, the cartoon conspiracy thing, which you definitely should watch, Bob, if you haven't. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, I know they're mocking conspiracies a lot, but at least it's, it's funny. It's good. Um, so I'll do that next. I'll do the Kevin Hart thing next. So that works. Um, I think we're pretty much good here, Dob. So, so to wrap things up, uh, final words uh, from you, sir. I think we just decided that I don't like Indians. I think that I know was- we decided that you have a hatred. Were your exact <laughs> words for Indians and old people? Indians and old people stay. Away. You really hate old Indian old Indians. Not, not related to you. Not caveat. Old people not related yeah. to me. old Indians related to me. I love you. It's a hundred percent of old people not related. To <laughs> can we find out at some point who guys, can you let us know what you're listening to this fucking can you oh, post something on yeah. your fucking Instagram? Cause I got to find this out. We had fucking like, like I said, like 80,000 downloads on the last episode and like 44% of them were from a fucking podcast source that 
wasn't iPhone, Android, like all the other things. I'm wondering what the fuck this 40% is. But here's the thing. It named like 50 different sources that we were yeah, getting. Like 58 yeah. different podcast outlets that I have, haven't heard of half of them. And 44% was still from some other thing. So yeah. what do you guys listen to this shit on? You have some weird device. This is it the freedom phone, you weirdos? <laughs> the MyPillow phone. Yeah, the MyPillow phone. You listen to a <laughs> pillow. Oh, all right, Bob. What else you got to say? Anything else before we get out of here? Go buy your it, video man. games. Pl- plug something, dude. Plug something. No, nah, I mean, I just want to... the QTN podcast. I, I, I tell you what, I'll plug... Well, yeah. I, so I do a QTN podcast whenever we go, like, you know, six weeks of lapses. I do one every, <laughs> I do one every week, Tommy, you know, so it's kind of like uh, your little side... It's a little side piece if, uh, you know, you're you're missing the uh, No Mercy. It's a great podcast. No, you should yeah. definitely listen to both. This fucking takes the pressure off me, too, to not have to do so. I'm, I will say... I'm, I'm curious to see if he admits it here, if he's a complete fucking liar. I will say, for since last Thursday to now, I feel like Bobby has been a little more of the logjam on this No Mercy episode getting out than I was. One hundred percent, dude. Like we, we, yes, could, let's we go. Were, yeah, we were supposed to record last last night, and I didn't. And then and last week. Well, last week you were busy. it was you were kind busy. Of, it was busy, and then I said we can record tonight, and you said let's play it by ear, and then you ate right. an edible. That was the edible. Yeah, night. yeah, that night, yeah, that wasn't happening. That, night. So, that was the. That was, but then we we did we did a No Mercy podcast in the Four Deep Bets Discord. Yeah, we could have easily um, recorded that. But yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying, as you guys yeah. fucking Bobby, take no, I I'll here. take a uh, listen. I will take. Uh, you did. I didn't. I, will, I thought you were canceling again this morning. Just like I, I like three to. out of five old to. people. I'll take three out of five responsibility. I'll take sixty percent. The response hey, is not that high. It's definitely eighty percent me. I just want you up to twenty. <laughs> okay. If you're up to twenty. Realistically, the thing right. I want to plug is uh give me your old video games. Send me pictures in your, in my DM of give video games you want to get rid of, and I appreciate that. Thank you. And wash your All balls. Right. And send me pictures in the DMs of your vaginas and breasts. <laughs> um and I will definitely not get rid of them. I will use them at night when I jerk off. So uh a <laughs> couple plugs for me before we get out of here. Uh, make sure to get over to 4deepbets.com, number 4deepbets.com. Said it at the beginning in the intro probably, or I will in the future, which will be the past for you. Uh, get over there. We are fucking killing it. College basketball is my time of year. This is where I fucking rock. We are crushing straight through over there. We have a monster promotion right now. It was our Black Friday promotion. We crushed a sales record this weekend. The subscribers are ecstatic. 55% off the whole 2022 year for all sports and you're getting the rest of this year free plus a $50 merch credit, $50 site credit, VIP, gold name in the discord, you name it, just fucking balls out of control. Uh, And if that package is too big for you, we have VIP 40, which is 40% off any of the seven day, 30 day packages, the smaller packages that we have. So get over to number four, deepbets.com. Get over to manscaped.com. Go do this for us. I want to fucking make an impression on these people. And I want them to send me more ball spray. So get over to manscaped.com, promo code no mercy, no spaces, Bob. No spaces. Zero. No mercy for 20% off. Buy some gifts for your dad, for your fucking boyfriend. Buy it for your vagina. Treat your vagina. They're giving you some boxers and t-shirts and and body wash. It's fucking awesome. And then uh, check out the QTN podcast with Bobby. Go subscribe and download on iTunes and go follow us on Instagram now at Tommy G Returns to. And at Bob's Lessons, get us to 10000 and you can win $500. For Bob's Lessons, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Ain't, ain't no mercy. Ain't, ain't, ain't no mercy.